Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. No, your podcast is not my podcast. Your podcast is your podcast. My podcast is my podcast. take this time, and I mean this sincerely, this comes from me and everybody involved, but I want to thank everybody for supporting the movie Grandma's Boy. Well, Tinted Teachers are schooled us. The punch bowl has been spiked on today. One of you job time turkeys put some ecstasy in it. And now I'm another social studies teacher out on the dance floor in a man diaper doing a cha-cha slide. Also, if you get shot with an arrow on this holiday, that is not Cupid. There's a hobo with a crossbow out in the parking lot. Think your teachers are students. As much milk as your little belly can hold. I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do the show.
a soggy patch on there. It's all the way around. Okay? Can you hear that? On the balcony, you can hear that, right? Yeah, that's the end of it. And it's intact right in front of your very eyes. I have a wedge. Oh, thank God. Of a beautiful apple pie. And the flavour? The flavour's amazing. Falco. You like Falco, Mike? Never went deep. Never went deep into the catalog, huh? Kind of kind of lost interest around the point of what? Uh, Rock Me Amadeus? Yeah. Well, boy, oh boy, do you have uh, the treasure trove waiting for you, my friend. Tonight on The Best Show, speaking of AP Mike, this is truly upsetting. We are going to debut his new song. It's a song called Mike on Broadway. And that is enough to scare me. But if that wasn't enough to scare me, it's 10 minutes long. Did not know that when I committed to playing it. Assumed it was one of these two-minute wonders. But no, he went... The one time I say, yeah, let's play it, is the time he, he goes for it. Suddenly he's uh, Iron Butterfly up in this uh, 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 show now. It's his Inagata DeVita, suddenly. Got to play that for uh, ten minutes. And that will happen later in the show. We can also talk about other things like maybe the 50 angriest people ever because that was a topic we were starting to explore and then uh, then uh, did not finish. So why don't we get more into that, huh? We can talk about that. So many more things. The phone number 201-332-3484 if you want to be a part of the show now. Now is when you call. And you get lined up. A couple lines are open. Lock it in, and then 
you will be a part of the best show. So let's, without further ado, take a look into the future and see what the best show can bring. Did you know that tonight is a magical night here in New Jersey? It's mid-August already. Oh my God. How did that happen? But it is, and now we celebrate it. We celebrate the summer, and we begin the best show the way only the best show can begin, with the best show opening theme. You all know it, so get ready, and let's talk about what we got to talk about, and we'll hear a little bit of this AP Mike song coming up when God help me with that. But let's start the show. Special time. show it's me tom host of the program i'm here doing it once again we're rolling here right we got the we got the recorders going martin you're good with that Before we get to the good stuff, I tell you, I tell you, tonight, 
We got a good show for you tonight. AP Mike, his masterwork tonight. Tonight his masterwork will debut. Mike on Broadway. Ten minutes. God knows what this is going to be. We're playing the old theme. Why? Because I hit the wrong button. That's why. Old theme's uh, as good as a new theme, and it's, uh, it's just a little different. So, we just heard from Purple Mountains, the record, uh, the David Berman album that came out uh, last month, and uh, yeah, it's a super sad record. It's a record I hadn't even made my whole way through yet, because I was wanting to hear it in its entirety, so I poked around on it a little bit, didn't hear the whole thing, was waiting to take it all in at once, and and then he uh, he died last week, he killed himself, and it's just the saddest thing, and it's so sad, and I don't even, I can't even put words, words to it, it's just tortured souls, and you can only hope they and find the peace that they are looking for while they're alive. That's all. That's what you hope for, tortured souls. Find the peace so that you can keep on living, because people want you to keep on living. So, you're a tortured soul, soul. You feel like you're you're up against it. Just tell tell somebody. It creates such a uh, such a gaping hole when people go away when they didn't have to so that song is that's just the way I feel and the whole album is just the saddest thing ever and um yeah I don't even know what to say anymore about it but it's a it's a um it's very sad and it's it's just there's it's a tragedy every way you look at it. So, um, yeah. Rest in peace, David Berman. And that's just... I don't even know what to, to do. It's, the sad, it's, it's literally the saddest record I've ever heard. Um, so, um, yeah, why don't we... So tonight, it's a, Mike is here, right? Mike's here. Dudio, you here? Is he out there, Mike? No, no Dudio. Pat, where's Dudio? No Pat! It's Martine. Martine, the, the mastermind of the whole operation. Seldom seen, always felt. His hand is on the best show, like the invisible hand that moves the world itself he designed the whole infrastructure of this thing and he's the best and Martine thank you for coming tonight you're the greatest there would be no best show if it wasn't for Martine not joking he makes the whole thing happen he built the thing the thing he built the thing so uh yeah so they're here and Mike 
brought with him his own song. I'm going to play a little. i got to just check. All right. Should we, we should just hear some of this. So I want to get a little taste. I'm just going to get a little taste of it. Should I, should I start it at the beginning? All right. And who did you record this with? Jess Elsner? And Pat Bernhelt. Jess is very talented. And you've worked with Jess before? On the... Uh, Michael Perry... Yes, Jess is very, very talented, and you're 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 lucky to have such a, a, a collaborator, Mike. You don't deserve you don't deserve talent like that. You're the, you're the weak link. I didn't even hear it yet, and I know you're the weak link. Everyone has a love-hate Okay. Everyone has a love-hate. Did you ever hear Hollywood Handbook, Mike? Few episodes. Not your thing, though, is it? Eh. You'll never believe this, Mike. They've got this producer on their show, right? And they start doing this impression of him. What do you think the impression sounds like, Mike? It's like they're going, they're going, no, because the one guy is Hayes, Hayes, you know Hayes? He's like, I was doing the other day, like he has a voice like that, kind of like, the other day I was talking to Chef Kevin and he was like, hey, I want to go to, you're doing your voice, Mike, they're doing my voice of your voice. No, it's not the universal producer voice. Hey, if somebody can pull me the clip from the Martha Kelly uh, episode of them literally acknowledging that it's them doing you, I would appreciate it. Who can send me a file of that, please? Listeners, anyone? Hey, hey, it's me, Chef Kevin. And Jess is at... J, uh, it's at J-E-S-S-E-L-S-E-N-E-R on Twitter. Just Radio, right? J, at J-E-S-S-E-L-S-E-N-E-R. Yes. Hey. You know, a lot of people say, Whatever you're doing on this dumb thing. All right, let me hear another second of it. Relationship with their hometown. It's just part of growing up. Okay. Ugh. We'll listen to the whole thing straight through. I'm going to poke through it early. Like, I, 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 I might not even play this whole thing. I don't like the, I don't like the cut of the, this, uh, this uh, song's jib. So far. Is it, would you say this is your masterwork, Mike? 
It's just the latest. All right. Because people are wondering if Michael Perry was your good vibrations, is this your heroes and villains? Over at apmike.bandcamp.com. Now, this thing won't be available there, will it? Oh, after the show. That's the most gross thing I've ever heard. Apparently, I'm a part of some promo campaign. Oh, after the show, it'll be available. Oh, 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 so I'm lucky. Oh, 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 well, thank you, Mike. I'm lucky to get this, this, this sneak peek at a song that would, would have just sat there on your, on your dumb site if I start plugging it. This guy makes so much money on this show. Headshots. Used books. Yeah, cause you probably ran out of them. Can you imagine the trash people were getting on those last couple packages? Because he was literally selling his used books to everybody. Yeah, it's the book club. Book club. That's a new one. The book club. God knows where those books were coming from. Someone said that they got a rat. They opened the thing and it was supposed to be two books, but it was one book and one rat. Is that true, Mike? A bonus. Oh, so the rat, you didn't, uh, you didn't charge them extra though. So they, they made off like a bandit on that. Best show. Hey, uh, Tom, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Uh, who's this? This is Avalanche Bob, Bob 33, Robert Cribby, Robbie Cribby, Super Ford Storm Man, Dr. Cool, and Texas Bob Williams. How All right, doc, Dr. Cool, hold the line for one second. Let me just say one thing. Hey, Mike, it's you and Martine, right? No Dudio, no Pat tonight. This is what I want you and Martine to do. I want you two to live it up. You pick the, don't just order this pizza. You pick a good thing, you order some good food. You guys want lobster, you get lobster. You send them a message, Mike. All right, right, hold on, hold on, uh, Dr. Cool. I'm still, what's that? Your work, good, you work on it. You want to get a sushi chef to come in here? Start making some sushi in front of you, you do that. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Uh, Avalanche Bob, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am rocking all the time, you know that. I think I'm what I'm here for, my music, that's it. 
And that's it, you know, and I'm just keeping going, 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 going. And uh, uh, I'm trying to get a Red Bull commercial, but uh, I got somebody trying to get it for me, and they haven't had a commercial, the same commercial for ever. And I'm sure that my commercial is great because, and I, they should be honored. I wrote it for them. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, you can advertise, uh, do a Red Bull commercial. Yeah. That'd yeah. be very exciting. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I can see it now. Uh, this would be so great. This guy, this super border, uh, uh, super border snowboard wind rocking across the sky, red smoke coming out of the board, singing Rock On with Red Bull. Rock on with Red Bull. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Yeah, it looks I, it's pretty good, Tom. Uh, uh, people love it. Uh, would you want to hear it? Would I want to hear your Red Bull commercial? Yeah, you, I did it for you once more. but uh, Sure. You know what? Let me just say, first of all, though, I want to hear your Red Bull commercial. I want to say this program does not endorse red bull we are not making money off of this red bull commercial you're about to hear this no, is I'm just change the name this is just a perform okay you're gonna change the name i'm gonna call it bed bull bed bull so if okay. you yeah so bed bull we do not endorse bed bull this or is not <laughs> or this uh, it's not a commercial so don't think um i'm not making any money off this I already, uh, I'm losing, I'm, I, I got this, uh, Avalanche Bob's gonna make a pile of money on this. I'm not gonna get, get a nickel from it. Oh, you're gonna get money. <laughs> you, you're helping me all the way, man. Oh, I'm good. Gonna, uh, when I get uh, no, this, I know how it, you're I know how it goes. I know how it goes. You're gonna be like, oh, I got, <laughs> I left my wallet at home. Then suddenly it's gonna be that. Yeah, it's gonna well, just so be like, just like on this AP Mike on Broadway thing. You think I'm gonna see a nickel of that? Uh, Tom. All right, you go ahead. Uh, you you go have ahead. been my inspiration, man. Yeah, well, that's, that's sweet of you to say, Avalanche Bob. Go yeah. Ahead. The floor okay. is yours. Okay, here we go. Dead bull. Rock on your boards, rock on with that bull, rock on with that bull, rock on this. A yodel pumpkin board is rocking with that bull, yodel pumpkin board is digging on it. Yeah, that bull's cool, super portals are cool, red bull's hot and super portals are hot. Come on, people, rock on with that bull, rock on with that bull, give it on the guy, yeah, 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 rock on your board, rock on with that bull, rock on with that bull, rock on this. A yodel pumpkin board is digging don't be a drip drop a red bull on your lips red bull on your lips i love it i love it yeah a lot of people love it tom might be your best song yet yeah uh uh, but the, I think I'm close to getting it, and I think people are getting interested, and people are calling me Red Bull, Red Bull Valley, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, fingers crossed, my yeah. friend. Fingers uh, you crossed. Want to hear a little yodel punkin'? <laughs> What's that? Want to hear a little yodel punkin'? Sure, I would like to hear a little yodel punk. 
Come on, people don't ever stop. Listen to the angels. Come on, 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 <laughs> that might yeah, be Tom, uh, Owen's getting done with the movie pretty in September, and we'll be doing shows and uh, rocking out there, man. Owen, and, uh, uh, Owen, who, Owen, what? Who's Owen? Owen, Owen has, is working on a movie that you're in. I have a little part. Okay. Yeah. I look forward yeah. to it. I look forward okay, to this movie. Hey, Tom, thanks for everything, and rock on. Oh, thank you, Avalanche Bob. Bye. Bye. One of the rare, one of the rare evenings we didn't hear his television in the background as he watched Blue Bloods. As he stepped away from his, uh, all right, let me hear more of this. Get the nightmare over with. When I was four, my family moved from Bayonne to Howell, where I grew up. In case you don't have a map handy, Howell is just south of Freehold, a town made famous by one of New Jersey's favorite sons, Bruce Hornsby, Coburn, McCulloch, Willis, Dern. Try and guess which Bruce it was. Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne. No, he's not real. Is he back on the line again? Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Jessica from Ithaca. Jessica from Ithaca. What's up tonight, Jessica? Uh, not much. I have an angry guy I'd like to put on the list. That's right. Let's hear for the 50 angriest people of all time. Who do you have? John Taffer. John Taffer would have to make the list. You know John he Taffer, host to. of Bar Rescue. And he, Marriage Rescue. And Marriage Rescue, the guy who screams in your face. And he goes into your bar. <laughs> they clearly are telling him when to go in. They must have. Because if you knew Bar Rescue was coming, are you putting on a show for how bad your bar is? Because he, he walks in. They clearly know he's coming because it's the worst that they've ever done anything. And he comes in and he goes, this is disgusting. Look at these, look at the the lines on on this tap. These are filthy. And then he goes back, he always goes back to the cooler and he finds some like meat left out in just a tub. <laughs> look at this. You leave this meat out like this? You want everybody to get sick? This is fiberglass. This is disgusting. You want everybody to get sick? Is that what you want? I'm, I'm shutting this down. And then he shuts it down. And then he has a, then the owner comes the next day, always, and it's just like, cause the owner is just like, I don't care what you say! I'm not changing anything! Or like a, or like a chef will yell at him. Or like he's too drunk to talk. Yeah. And then they have to drag him out. They, I'm le- shut it down. Get him out of here. <laughs> and the next day they come back and they're like, they're all lined up as this is this guy who clearly thinks he's in the military somehow. This, <laughs> and he walks in front of them as if he's General Patton. 
in front of the the workers at uh at uh F- Fred's pub or whatever it is. And and then he paces back and forth and he picks the one employee that is like the hard working employee who just can't take it, can't do 10 jobs at once. He'll be like, Janet, are you fed up with Fred? <laughs> yes, I am, Mr. Taffer. Taffer, Taffer, Mr. Taffer. And then Fred will say, I'm so sorry. I will do, I'll do better. I promise I'm going to do better. I'm not going to drink at work. I'm going to do better. And then... Then he's like, great, let's bring in a mixologist. Then they immediately complicate everything at the bar, making a drink that's way too hard for anybody to make. They bring in a a chef who just ultimately is presenting some version of a hamburger for them to make. Sometimes deconstructed. Yeah, it's just like, and then he changes the name of the bar to Touchdowns because people in that town like football. So the name of the bar is always changed to touchdowns or the end zone or the goalposts. And then, then he brings in like a karaoke machine that he pulls out. If you read, if you read online, that stuff gets pulled out. Half that stuff gets pulled out after a month that they bring. Half that stuff gets pulled out after a month. We put in a karaoke system. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We gotta carry, like, and they always bring the people back in, they turn them around. Everybody turn around and they count of three, you'll see the new name of the bar. Whoa! <laughs> then they go in. We're gonna check the new place out. Whoa! Look at this. Yeah, admire it while it lasts. They're taking it with them. They're taking that karaoke machine with them. Then you go online and read about the places. Half of them change their name back. Like within two months, they change their name back, and then, then, then they uh, go. They either go out of business or just go right back to the way they used to be. This guy's not saving any place. He's not saving anyone. They were on TV. But they were on TV, getting humiliated by a guy who screamed at everybody. Because you know how everybody in the world knows problems can generally be fixed in 48 hours, right? We all know. Well, yeah. If there's a major... like deep-seated, like alcoholism. Sure, you can fix diseases. Uh, A failing marriage. Because let's let's just say it's a disease plus a failing business plus like two family members who don't get along. Who have lost their both of their life savings to this this, uh, uh, money pit. Um, well, you see, post rescues aren't about a bar. They're about a family. That's true. Why am I yawning? I'm not even remotely tired. Jake Tapper. Ta- Taffer. 22. He makes 22 on the list, Jessica. Oh, I actually got one more for the list, actually, who, who if I have? can. Roger Waters. Mm, I get it. I get why he would be on the list. I'm gonna think about Roger. I'm gonna put him on the. I'm gonna put him in this other. Put him on the reserves. I'm gonna put him over here next to. Uh, which name did I write here? M- M- Mar- Miller, Myler. Who? What, what did it? Who is I writing on this alternate list? I don't know. I'm gonna just put Roger. I'm gonna write it neater this time. 
Yeah, Mike, you know who would usually be writing this stuff down? Dudio or Pat, right? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's fine, though. They're both busy little beavers tonight. I hope you guys dig it. I hope they know they're going to miss their lobster. What did you end up ordering, Mike? Asian Asian fusion. Good for you. How much was the total? Oh, under a hundred. I didn't mean to go that far. Thanks. I thought the guy. Good for him. Though. Good for him. He earned it. I'm also looking online. Perry Shaw is uh, losing his marbles. Apparently, Mike Mike uh, scrubbed his signature from from some artwork. Come on, Mike. That's low class. You scrub, you did? You removed his signature from it? Well, you figured it out how somehow. You put your, did you put your own signature on it? I'll tell you, this whole thing's falling apart here. Pat and Dudio aren't here. Mike's here, but he's ordering Asian fusion. And then Give we, him an inch. yeah, then, then, uh, then, uh, Martine is here. The, and uh, and then Mike is erasing Perry Shaw's signature from artwork, and he wants me to play a ten-minute song that I'm lu- I'm apparently lucky to play. Apparently, I'm lucky. Where are you going to give it to a different show? Where Where are you going to give it? Where are you going to take it to? How did this get made? Who is going to Who is going to play this, Mike? What What other show? What you going to take it to? Uh, you take it over to Evan Funk Davies show on WFMU? Oh, you had some feelers out. Some feelers. Watch out. He might go to Hollywood Handbook with his thing. Oh, yeah. Take it. Go, go to Hollywood Handbook with it, Mike. Why don't you call Sean and Hayes? Let them let them debut it. Well, you're eating your Asian fusion. I want to see what you got. I thought I mean, Mike. Yeah, this he's was, making all this money, Jessica. This he's is what I thought. I thought Mike was. I was like, Mike, you get whatever you want. I thought I. I thought he'd get an extra topping on the pizza or something. You know what I mean? Asian fusion. When I said lobster, it was like like. I meant like pepperoni on your pizza. But he goes. He pulls the trigger on some Asian fusion. Yikes. Oof. Sounds fancy. It does sound fancy. This is a guy who's like, usually this is a guy who's usually happy e- eating uh, Skittles. He's usually happy with a handful of Skittles. Now, so, like suddenly, Asian fusion. You're trying to like entertain some out of town people or yeah. something with that. What do you got a business meeting out there? Business <laughs> business dinner going? You gonna write that off? I tell you. Everybody's unrecognizable. I go away for a couple weeks to come back. New dynamic. Well, Jessica, at least at least you're the same and I'm the same, right? We don't change. Yeah, I'm still the same. I'm glad to hear it. All of right, I, I will. I will say good night to you, and you. I will talk to you soon. All right, good night. Night. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is John from Elgin. John from Elgin. Who's this? John from Hilton? Jonah from Elgin, like Jonah and the Whale. Jonah from Elgin. 
From you're from Elgin. Elgin, Illinois. Yeah, it's, it's a suburb of Chicago. Okay, well, no one knows that though. Sorry, Elgin. Yeah. Is a is a, is it? Am I doing the show from the South Side? The best <laughs> is the best show located on the South Side of Chicago. <laughs> then no, you can't just say Elgin as if I know what that is. <laughs> it's a worldwide show, Jonah. It's a worldwide show, buddy. I don't know where Elgin is. Oh, it's outside of Chicago. Oh, I'm sure it is. But I don't know that. Why would you assume I knew that? I apologize, Tom. No, it's all right. It's all right, Elgin. So, Elgin, what what did you want to talk to to me about tonight? Uh, I have some uh, names for the topic. The topic being the angriest uh, people ever. Yes. What do you got? Uh, I got a ringer, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Now he's he's he might he's too much of a douche. He's not purely angry. He's he's, he's I don't want to put him on. He's gross. Uh, what about Sam Kinison? He's gross too. Is this how you roll out there in uh, in Elgin? <laughs> well, your name is not. You're Elgin from Elgin. No, my name's Jonah. Like in the way. Jonah. That's right. Your name is Jonah from Elgin. Yes. Okay. So, Jonah, you guys like Sam Kinison and Bobby Knight out there, huh? You're kind of guys. Is that how you roll out there in Elgin? Bobby was just next door in Indiana. Great. Next door. Yeah. You mean a state over? Closer to New Jersey, I guess. I I will say, though, that uh, Mike did an excellent job uh, screening the call. I was playing the radio show, and he made sure I shut it off before I got on on uh, the show. So shout Good. out to well, Mike. Yeah, shout out to Mike doing his job. <laughs> yeah, is that is this really where we find ourselves? Now we have stolen. Uh, I would I should point out for all the people that didn't like Tom Sharpling when he I was on the show, and our... you also won't really won't like for the list too. If you want to round it out. Wait, say that again now? I have a third one to round out the list. Sure. I, I, who, I is who is Roseanne it? Who is Roseanne Barr? No, I'm not putting her on the list. All right. No. Yeah, Roseanne Barr? Roseanne Barr? Remember Jay Leno would always be like, Anybody here by Roseanne Barr? Roseanne Man, I got, I got your number, don't I, Jonah? Well, you're, Tom, you're incredibly funny. Oh, you're and sweet to say that, John. The, the show is exactly what you always say it is. It's a total ice sack on the head all the time. I look forward to it every week, so yeah. thank you. That's right. What, do you want to come on here and listen to po- political talk? We hear me talk about no. Je- Jeff Sessions. Is that what I'm supposed to come on here and talk about? <laughs> so I'm supposed to talk about Scaramooch? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. You get that anywhere. Yeah, you go watch Trevor Noah if you want that. <laughs> That's You're actually what I Tom. say with that. That actually, his name, for me, it's Trevor, comma, Noah. That's what I say. <laughs> Trevor, question mark, Noah. <laughs> Boy, this guy likes me. You really like me, don't you, Elgin? Yes, you're you're my favorite. Oh, you're, the you're, best comedy of... Uh, ever. So I could I cut, I, if I went out to the suburbs 
out there, outside of Chicago, I could hang with you? That would be my dream. Where would we go? Where would to describe describe our dream date? Uh, well, we'd have to drive into the city, and we'd probably go. Like I just, my uncle's in from out of town. I just took him to see uh, the new Tarantino movie at seventy millimeter music box. So we'd probably I'd see if there's anything nice playing at one of the repertory theaters. Um, then we'd go to one of the great uh, vegetarian restaurants. Probably, okay. uh, and then there's uh, some really good bookstores. Got to hit up Reckless. That'd probably be it. Then you'd throw me out, huh? <laughs> I think I was long as you want. Your time is precious, Tom. I don't waste your time. Well, that's nice of you to say. I can't crash at your place, though. Sleeping bag on the floor. <laughs> if I crash at your place, who who I get your I get your bed. You take the couch, right? And your uncle's of on course. the floor. Yeah. Your uncle's on the floor, assuming he's still around. <laughs> Right? Yeah, like new sheets. I buy, I'd buy new sheets. Okay. What kind of what kind of sleeping bag are we talking about? I might want the sleeping bag actually. Well, I have a nice synthetic one because I know you're animal friendly. So I have a nice warm because I'm vegan myself. So I have a nice warm synthetic one. I have some really nice uh, inflatable uh, camping little camping pads. Could we camp in your backyard? Do you have a backyard? Yeah, yeah, we could camp. Yeah, Why don't we camp in your backyard? Nice. Tell ghost there you stories. Go. There's, there's still fireflies this time of year. Let's so. do that. Why don't we go in your backyard? Me, you, and your uncle. <laughs> we can camp, right? Make s'mores. He's a big, he's a big sports fan. So you guys could probably talk have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we could talk about sports, and then the sun will start coming up, <laughs> right? Then we'll put your yeah, hand exactly. in a we'll put your hand in a bowl of warm water. <laughs> We'll prank you, camp style. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, thank you so much, Tom. You have, have a great evening. night. That's a nice guy. That guy. That's a nice guy, Mike. He gets. He he he, he gets it. He likes the show. Likes me. Man, this Perry Shout's going off. I think you're going to end up in court with this guy. You're going to end up having to pull a bittersweet symphony on this thing. Give him a piece of the royalties. Ask AP Mike who did the cover art. Most passive-aggressive tweet I've ever seen. Ask. Rather than say, hey, I did the cover art. Ask AP Mike who did the cover art. Look, I'm siding with you now, Mike. Right? No, 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 I'm siding with you on this. this God forbid this guy could have uh, DM'd you on this. Right? Right? Couldn't take care of it. Had to take care of it publicly. Had to drag you publicly. I'm pro-Mike. I'm anti-Perry now. Then then Mike says, thanks for the cover art, Perry Shell. Also like a wildly thoughtless tweet, reply. Just the bare minimum. Mike, Mike, you'd think words cost money the way Mike, the way Mike doles them out. Then Perry writes back, incredibly passive aggressive. Again, nah, it's fine, Mike. Say you did it. You can have the credit. I'm not even worried about it. You even deleted my signature from it. Oh, he's ready to cave your head in. This guy, this guy's ready to cave your head in, Mike. I'm going to have to organize a, a fight. You think you could box him? 
But I might have to get the two of you to team up and fight someone else. Right? Here's this Hollywood handbook clip. I played a little bit of it. I didn't mean to, but here it is. Let's see if this plays. The boys. Let's see. Where is it? Why ain't you playing? All the people that didn't like Tom Sharpling when he was on the show and are just absolute fools and said nasty things about him online that made him upset, and now he doesn't like our show anymore. I should say that what you've been enjoying of our new Chef Kevin impression is actually Tom's AP, AP Mike It's him just doing AP Mike. And it's such yeah. a funny voice. It's so good to just make the person you're doing an impression of sound not credible at all. That. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Mike? Oh, I'm I'm fine with it. I like when thieves fess up to their crimes. That Jonah Ray. I got people. I got people that he uh, he uh, he didn't do himself any favors on that show last week. I got one guy. Just uh, somebody. Somebody wrote me, and they're just like. He should have just admitted to. Let me let me pull this up. They they had the criminal request that he could have. Uh, yeah, Dominic wrote and he said. Uh, he said he said he should have just uh, pled no contest. Even if there was a chance he was mistaken about the about stealing my beer. He should have just pled no contest, and then it would have been it would have been over. I'm telling you, it's a weird world, man. It's a weird world. You got AP Mike with this dumb ten minute song. Let's hear a little bit more on this. The characters in the song "Born to Run" were facing south when they were sprung from those cages out on Highway Nine. The first time they would have hit would have been Howard. What would those crazy kids have found at the start of their exciting new journey? Yeah, don't worry, everybody. It's still nine minutes to go in that. Yikes. And also, people should just know, over at apmike.bandcamp.com, no refunds. No refunds. Best show, hi. Hey there, this is Gibson T. Hoffweiler out in Oakland, California. Wait, who is this now? Gibson T. Hoffweiler. Uh, my girlfriend called you a few weeks ago because it was my birthday, and you did a beautiful uh, slide whistle rendition of Happy Birthday for Me. That's right. Gibson T. Hoffweiler. Yeah, with a D, Gibson. What? Gibson. <laughs> Capital D. Gibson. Okay, Gibson. I apologize, Gibson. That's, that's okay. Yes, I did a happy birthday tribute to you a couple of weeks ago. How, how was your birthday? Yeah. It was great. Thank you so much. It was really sweet to hear someone I really love talking to you, and uh, I just had a nice night. So it was really great to have well, that. Uh, that's nice of you to say. That's nice of you to say. What, uh, well, to what do I have the pleasure of tonight's call, Dibson? Uh, well, I'm just packing up, moving. I'm moving down to Santa Cruz, and I have an angry person for you. Who do you got? So I was I recorded this band a while back called the Gilmore Boys, and they used a sample of Paul Anka yelling at his band, and it was like a long recording. I don't know if you've heard it. Of Paul Anka yelling at his band? No, I have not. You should look it up. I think it's uh, probably the the line to look up is the guys get shirts. 
the guys get your... yelling at this band. Yeah, totally just like shaming them for like missing hits on my way and being and kind of being like, this guy isn't wearing a shirt. The guys get shirts. And just like, it's almost like listening to um, like some like super angry adult yell at a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. And just like you can kind of like hear the quivering and the fear of like the guy Joe he's yelling at. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty remarkable recording. I'm going to check that out. I'm sure it's online somewhere, right? Yeah, I think so. Now, Dibson, when yeah. you hear this whole AP Mike Perry Shaw fight, right? Uh-huh. Who do you side with on this? Well, you know, I don't know the other guy, so I got to go with Mike. Go with Mike. Oh, I just heard the buzzer go off. Here comes some Asian fusion. Can't wait to I can come in and ask for the money. Can't wait for this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, get ready for this this treat. What, Asian lobster? What's coming in? I don't know what these guys ordered. I thought they were going to get an extra topping on the pizza. Crab Rangoon. Ugh. Yeah, it's not even Rangoon. good. Rangoon. Exactly. Thanks, Dibson. <laughs> you get me, Dibson. Yeah, of course. Where are you calling from, Absolutely. buddy? I'm out in Oakland, but I'm packing up because I'm moving to I'm moving in with Steph to go to Santa Cruz. Home of... Home of what? You I don't know there yet. Yeah, well, you'll be there. You should know a little bit about it. Who are some banana Santa? slugs? The, that's right. The Santa Cruz banana slugs. Well, maybe you can edu- educate me who's down in Santa Cruz. Well, you're going to have to call and educate me, buddy. Look, you have no. a great move. Thanks. All right, bring that receipt in here. Bring that in. Come on. Don't you pay? I don't want Martine paying for it like a big shot. I'm telling you, if he pays for it, I'm going to flip out, Mike. Oh. I can't win. I can't win. You know what's going to happen? Mike's going to pretend that he's collecting the money. He's going to double dip. He's going to double dip on this. He'll get the food and the money. And he's going to clean up tonight when this dumb song comes out. When everybody goes to apmike.bandcamp.com and buys the dumb song. did you, you didn't pay for it, did you? You did? Bring the receipt in, please. How much, how much was it? Did you pay for it, Martine? Well, that... All right. Come here, Mike. Here. Get your money. Get your money. Take your money. Sir, I'll give me change later. So, don't worry. You're, yeah, you'll give me change. This when this song hits tonight, you're gonna be rolling in it. When this song went at midnight, is it coming out at midnight? I hope you're cutting Jess in on the action. All right, just making sure. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is Amber. Amber, I'm in Illinois. Where are you, Amber? I'm in Illinois, the suburbs as well. Are you in Elgin or wherever no, that guy I'm was? In, I'm in Wheaton, which is not too far, about 30-minute drive. Okay. I How- actually used to be in Brooklyn. I'm Amber from Brooklyn. Oh, I know this Amber. How are you? Who who loves Kansas and has a kid named Stanley. Stanley, cute kid. Cute kid named Stanley. I always look at cute pictures of him on Instagram. <laughs> He's very handsome. Yeah, she... <laughs> yeah, so we moved to Illinois, uh, back to Illinois, actually, to um, 
to be near family and, you know, not pay $1,600 for a crappy one-bedroom apartment in Bay Ridge. Yes, that sounds like a, a, a smart move. Because <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you, you know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. So you, to, you're taking yeah. care of business. Yes. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. I'm glad to hear you're taking care of things, Amber. Yeah. It's very nice to have uh, more than two rooms in your house. Mm-hmm. So. And you got your, <laughs> you're there with your, your dad, right, who loves Kansas? Oh, no. that uh, We moved closer to my husband's family. Closer to your husband's family. Okay. Yeah. Do so. they love Kansas, the band Kansas? Um, I do not believe so. <laughs> Well, you know what that means. There's only two kinds of people in this world, Amber. <laughs> fans of the right. band Kansas and people that aren't yet fans of the band Kansas. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You'll get them. You'll win them over. Yeah, that's my mission. So are you excited about Midnight arriving and the release of AP Mike's song on apmike.bandcamp.com? Yes, I'm more excited about that than Mr. Bungle's reunion. Wait, there's a Mr. Bungle reunion? Yep. <laughs> Have they released tour dates yet? Yes, it's just three shows in February of next year. And where where are they? They are in New York, San Francisco, and L.A. Great. So I can I can uh, structure my uh, schedule to be not in any of those cities at those times. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's, it's February, I believe, 7th, 8th, and 10th. So just go. beware of that that weekend. <laughs> yes, when when uh, Mr. Bungle finally makes the return. Yes. Yeah, well, that's very ex- exciting news. Uh, that's not why you called, though, to tell me about the Mr. No, Bungle reunion. No, why, why I know did that you call? Mr. Bungle's not your thing, but I'm very excited about it and well, hope to get tickets, too. LA and this is the reason that I'm sad that I live in Chicago now because this always happens when bands you know do very limited tours they never come to Chicago (laughs) well maybe Mr. Bungle will uh maybe that show on the night that the ninth is open maybe they can maybe they can bounce from San Francisco to Chicago back to LA Mm mm-hmm well, they've already made it very clear they're not adding any more dates, so. Well, excuse me. <laughs> now, what would you do yeah. if you were in, say, New York and mm-hmm. Mr. Bungle are playing, right? Mm-hmm. But then you find out there's a secret Kansas show <laughs> where they're going to wow. play a club show. And they're going to well, do. Never they're going to see Mr. Bungle. So they're going to still go with Mr. Bungle. What if you found out that Kansas was going to play Mr. Bungle songs? <laughs> okay, then I would have to go see Kansas, definitely. But here's the thing: you find out that Mr. Bungle are going to play Left Overture in its entirety. Oh shit! Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, had to curse, didn't you? That's how you do it out in Chicago, huh? It is. It is. Listen, you started it. Uh, don't don't pass that on. Now. Don't say that. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't curse because I did it. I did it once in the twenty years I've been on this dumb show. Well, I did it once in the you know ten times I've called. So that's a pretty yeah. That's still 
That's a ten. That's a double digit percentage. <laughs> oh well. All right, you're okay. You're Please okay. Don't ban me. I won't ban you. Okay. Well, what I really wanted to talk about was. Um, do, do you watch The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, I don't. Should okay. I? Okay. Well, I, I I tagged you in a in a post this week, but um, they had some pro pizza propaganda. Um, <laughs> Trying to claim that Canadian pizza is very good. Oh, I saw that. I I saw you sent me that where it was a thing on the show where somebody said, like, yeah, the pizza in Toronto. Toronto's got great pizza. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, they filmed that show in Toronto. Uh Uh-huh. When I was working up there, I would see production things for that show all the time. So it's it's they know what the score is with the pizza up there. I don't like it. I don't like how they yeah. would say that. They know how bad the pizza is up there. That sounds like some some uh, some uh, government coercion. Definitely to get a bigger tax I mean, they're, break. They're already making Canada look better because that's the place that all the refugees from Gilead have to go. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like digging in a little bit more, being like, "Oh, maybe we can convince people that our pizza is good too." On <laughs> yeah, they, they they shouldn't push it. Yeah. That pizza's not good. <laughs> that is not good pizza. It, it's great when you order something with sun-dried tomatoes and it t- has a vague fish taste to it. Their pizza. <laughs> Keep your kid away from that Toronto pizza. Definitely. Uh, I ain't going to Canada for the pizza. Thank I know you. that. That's what you're... I, I agree. All right, Amber. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Now go uh, right. wash your mouth out with soap. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Okay. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye. Mr. Bungle. That's why I'm easy. Maybe I'll just start a band. Maybe that's what all this is building up to. Right? I could be pretty good in a band. Somebody posted a video of me doing uh at the Matador 21 thing back uh, a bunch of years ago. Where I sang with Effed Up. And then I sang with uh, Ted Leo and the Pharmacist. And I do this, uh, I gotta say, a pretty impressive tambourine toss that I catch the tambourine. I throw it way in the air and then catch it during the silent part of the music. Did you see that, Mike? I don't know. You should have. I'd hope you do. I listen to your dumb stuff. Like this. Strip malls, pizza joints, and adult bookstores. Oh, great. There it is. Adult bookstores. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Colette from Athens. Colette. From Athens. What's going on tonight, Colette? Oh, not a whole lot. How are you? I'm good. You excited about the Mr. Bungle reunion? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I just heard about it. I don't know who Mr. Bungle is. I'm sorry. You don't? No. Do you know who uh, 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 Faith No More is? Yeah, I do. It was the that guy from Faith No More. It's his band. His side oh, okay. band. That was when just were like, they when were they active? I don't know. 
Okay. The 90s, I guess, mm-hmm. right? I was probably listening to Limp Bizkit. Yeah, you were doing the right thing. Yeah. It's God's music, right? <laughs> What's your favorite Limp Bizkit song? We'll say it on the count of three. Um, Ready? One, yeah. two, three. Rolling. Break Stuff. Break Stuff. Break Stuff's a good one. Break Stuff's really good. That said, though, I do love the intro to Rolling, that, like, all right, partner. Oh, like, yeah. That thing is really good. Don't, 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 don't. Which one's that? Is that Roland? Uh, yeah, that is Roland. I think that that might be the air raid vehicle version. That's right. Yeah. The, um, did you ever see the video? You remember who's in the video for Roland? Ben Stiller. Oh, man. I forgot. Is that the one that ends Steven Dorff. Fred Durst getting drowned in a bunch of milk? I don't think that's, I don't think it's that one. It's the one where he's like, it's like, uh. You know, Ben Stiller's trying to get that scrubbed from the from the archives. Hey, because yeah. he goes, "Hey, Red Hat!" He, like he's like he makes like he's uh, like he thinks he's like a valet or something. He's like, "Hey, Red Hat!" It's like this like this like fancy sports car pulls up and Ben Stiller and and Stephen Dorff get out of it, and he goes, "Hey, Red Hat, park it somewhere. Make sure you don't scratch it." He throws the keys to Fred Durst, who looks nothing like a valet, by the way. No. When have you ever seen a valet wearing a red Yankees cap and Never. a puffy winter jacket? And then he gets the in keys. the middle of summer. In the middle of summer, and he goes, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> and then he's oh, driving yeah. that thing all over the place. And then they perform the song on top of a skyscraper. Man, I tell you, I got into the wrong era. I was, ab- yeah, I guess I just wasn't made for these times. Because I should have been directing videos then when you got to shoot on a skyscraper. Oh, man, yeah. Subgenre of music videos where people would like Eminem and Evanescence both falling off the skyscrapers yeah. and like screaming stuff. Great stuff. I mean, these budgets on these things, I can assure you that I would not have had to have paid for two-thirds of the budget out of pocket as I have done on more than one music video. I mean... For the exposure! For the exposure, yeah, also for the art, though, right? Like The art? How much art am I supposed to make in this lifetime, huh? That's Collette? a question I have for myself, Tom. Yeah, well, we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat, my friend. It's a leaky boat. Oh, yeah, it's sinking fast. Yes. But, uh, but no, look, it, it's not sinking fast. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. Yeah. We're doing the yeah. right thing. We're doing what we're here to do. Yeah. But I there's a point. My book. That's nice. I just don't want to hear about exposure anymore. That's all. Yeah, no. I just don't want to hear, oh, it's good exposure. What? How much more, how much more free stuff am I supposed to make? For the exposure ends. I'm exposed. <laughs> am I not exposed <laughs> enough yet? And there's probably one or two more levels you could achieve. Yeah. You think Durst was giving it away? No. Durst made sure you paid. He said, that's why he said dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Three dollar bill. He knew what he was doing. Three dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was asking for a form of currency that doesn't exist. Break your blueprint face tonight. (laughs) Man, they they had it locked down. That's a heavy band, man. Yeah, no, they're great. It's so good. I, I want a Woodstock 99 box set. I bought a copy of Family Values 98 at the Goodwill the other day. I'm, I'm living large, Tom. Is that the one where Fred Durst climbs out of the toilet? <laughs> I don't 
which which is the which is the tour where Limp Bizkit where he cl- he literally started the show by climbing out of a giant toilet. I don't I don't know. I wasn't my mom wouldn't let me go see those concerts. I got somebody please somebody somebody I'm begging you. Give me give me the image of Fred Durst climbing out of an oversized toilet. I did recently find uh, a video of his his entrance in a uh, WWF video game, which was really fun. Oh, I have a cl- I have that clip. Have you heard me play that clip where it's like? Oh yeah, that, that that's from the show. He's actually a video game character, though. He's a video game character in a WWF video game. Yeah, and like one of the PlayStation Two ones. And you can wrestle with Fred Durst. Yeah, he comes out in the car from Roland. Okay, Ben Stiller's car, of course. Yeah, Ben Stiller's car, or, Fred, or Stephen Dorff's car. I'm not sure who's, who was the passenger that day. I don't know. Yeah, he comes out in that car and he does the rolling dance, uh-huh. and then he gets in the ring and does it again. Uh huh. And then he gets uh, then hit over the head with a folding he gets chair. Slammed by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you might want to stop doing the rolling dance and wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets clonk, right? Yeah. And that's it. that's all you can do with Fred Durst in that game. I guess, yeah. I don't I don't remember that game too well. I wish like if I were making that game today though, like it'd be so great because you could have like West Borland accompany him to the ring. Um, you could like press X and have Fred say John Otto take him to the Matthews Bridge, and John Otto would come out and wreck someone. Be great. You'd ha- also have to make sure. You'd also have to have Fred Durst pushing uh, West Borland into the ring. Because he probably is working pretty hard to not be associated with Limp Biscuit as he is wont to be. Yeah, he's busy making premium coffee and uh, rescuing cats. Yeah, I'm a, that's, I, you know, that's a life. I, no, it is. I follow him on uh, on Instagram. I like West Borland. He seems like a nice enough sort. Yeah, he's probably stoked to not be wearing those weird contact lenses. But if you look, he wears. He goes back to to it pretty uh, when they play. Goes back to the to the contacts and the whole thing and uh, yeah, I think this is what I think. Within the next two years, Limp Bizkit is going to come all the way back. Oh, I mean, there's a new Corn album coming out at the end of the year. So, Colette, did I say anything about Corn? No, but I'm I'm just saying like the 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 path is being laid out. Okay, I get you. But Corn has an easier time of coming back. Sure, because they never went away. They were not run out of the biz, also the way the way uh, Red Hat was. <laughs> Everybody still likes Jonathan Davis, Fieldy, Monkey, Brian Head, Welch, and the drummer. Yeah. But two within the next two years, I'm telling you, Mike, Limp Biscuit, all the way back. Yeah. You mar- mark it down. I would bet the farm on it all the way back. Oh, their reunion tour is going to be huge. Well, they always play. They always play Europe. Someone sent me a picture of Fred Durst rapping on top of a giant, a dirty toilet. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to retweet it right now. It is a still. I would like some video of it. I will take yeah. that. That at least proves that it happened. Thank you, uh, Bob. No, like that guitar solo that um, is pretty infamous from like their MTV show, right? Which one? 
Um, uh, I think that if you just like go on YouTube and search for Fred Durst guitar solo, it'll be like the first one. It's about as bad as Wyclef. And who? Pl- it's Fred Durst playing guitar. It's Fred Durst. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, he's not there to play guitar. Neither was Wyclef. Well, that's true. But I'm not getting on. I'm not. Durst is there. Durst has got a very specific purpose. There. Yeah. He's there, he comes out, he gets a crowd going, he raps a little bit, sings a little bit, slaps five people in the front row, gets everybody pumped. Yeah. Durst ain't so supposed to play guitar. Yeah. He introduces the people in the crowd to Stained. Yes. He says thanks very much to Power Man 5000 for opening <laughs> the show. We appreciate it. And uh, and then he stands on top of a, a giant dirty toilet. Yeah. And Do you I'm think telling... Fred Durst actually knows Power Man 5000? Like, does he, does, is he one of those bands that forgets who the opener is? No, he's friends with them. Of course he's yeah. friends with them. He's a gentleman. Yeah. Somebody just sent me another picture. The toilet is huge. I'm retweeting <laughs> these toilet to pictures. <laughs> I'm retweeting these toilets. I'm retweeting these Fred Durst toilet photos. <laughs> Bound out. I'm telling you, all the way back. They come all the way back. Maybe Break Stuff will be like a top ten billboard thing, like uh, like when Danzig uh, hit it big in 1993 with a song that came out in 87. Dan- break Stuff is going to be like Mr. Brightside. <laughs> it's never going to go away. People love Mr. Brightside over in England. Yeah. And they people love, in America love Break Stuff. They're going to love Break Stuff the way... People in England love Mr. Brightside. Oh, well. That sounds about right. That sounds, we're going to see. You do think that's true, Mike, all the way back? Mike can see it. Colette, thank you so much for the call. Oh, I actually had something. Oh, 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 okay. It wasn't wasn't for the topic, but I had, like, a different story. Um, Let's hear it. So, uh, I wanted to ask, like, do do you believe in such a thing as stolen valor, Tom? Do I believe in stolen valor? Yeah. You mean you mean in a, in a, a military sense? Uh, not in a military sense, but like in a in a uh, in a music biz sense. Like, what would be an example of of musical stolen valor? Uh, well, like yesterday, I hung a gold record on my wall, and I did not play on that record. What's the gold record? Uh, it's Hank Williams' Wild Streak. Yeah, I think people would assume you didn't play on a Hank Williams record. Can't tell. You he can't died, tell. He died in 1950. No, Hank Williams Jr., I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little different. Yeah. No, yeah. it's fine. No one knows how old I am. No one Very few you... people know my previous name. Who cares? You got the record. It's a collectible. Is it? Nobody I thinks anybody. I found it anybody... You put it next to the toilet. That's fine. No, I found it next to a toilet. You found it next to a toilet. Well, you 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 rescued it then. Somebody yeah, well, clearly wasn't valuing it. <laughs> no, the store that I work at wasn't valuing it. It was by the toilet for ten years, and I had to clean it up and like remount it. I took very good care of this thing. Well, good. Then you showed it the respect it required. If anything, how much? Yeah, that, that's a restoration of valor. Yeah, okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. 
Look, if you would have faked it and put your put on the a little little uh, card on it that says if you got a little engraved plaque that said uh, presented to Colette for performing on the record, then it'd be like, yeah, there's a problem there. You I didn't... almost did though. Well, if you almost look, you're you're entertaining it. Yeah. This you got to figure that out. You got to. But you at gotta... the same time, I don't. I don't want anyone to know. Like, I don't want anyone to assume that I would have performed on a song called the, "If the South Would Have Won." Then look, you, can you do it, and people would think it's funny. Maybe. Then do it. I think you do it. All right. Right. What yeah, would What I would Mister so. Brightside do? Um. Right. Ask yourself, what would Mr. Brightside do? I'll have to ponder that. All right, Colette. You have a great night. All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. That's what Hal was known for at the time. Not exactly an auspicious beginning for our brave young heroes. When my parents moved there in the mid-60s, we lived in a small bi-level house in a brand new suburban development. Some of my earliest memories... That's about all I can take. I don't know if we're getting the end of that one. It's good, though. I get what you're going for, Mike. Besho. Hi. Hi. Who's this? This is Steve from Houston. Steve from Houston. What's up, Steve? Uh, just listening to the show. Had a couple topic, couple items for the topic. What do you got? Uh, for the angriest. Well, let me ask you this Steve. first. Let me ask you this first, Steve. Before you give me anything for the thing. Are you going to buy this AP Mike song over at apmike.bandcamp.com? Uh, undecided. Undecided. Have uh, you heard, have you heard parts of it? Just what you played there on the on the show tonight. And is it making is it making you more likely to buy it or less likely to buy it? <sighs> Probably less. What? Oh, I don't accept that. I'm sorry. Mike said I got to hang up on you. Mike said I got to hang. Way, I thought I had, I had a couple good ones for the topic. Just say you're going to buy it. Just buy just it. say just now just say. Oh, I love this song. I'm going to buy it. I can't wait. So, hey, Steve, what are you going to do? This AP Mike song over at apmike.bandcamp.com, AP Mike on Broadway, what what are your thoughts? I think it's awesome. I'm going to buy it. Where are you going to buy it? Uh, Bandcamp.com. No. apmike.bandcamp.com. Yes. So where are you going to buy it, Steve? apmike.bandcap.com. Cool, cool. Now, do you have anything for the topic? Do I, I got a couple. Uh, I think one good one and one long shot. What do you got? Uh, for the one of the 50 angriest men, uh, George Brett in the Pine Tar game. People, people. Not yeah, angriest George men. Brett. Not angriest men. Uh, tur- oh, sure, man. everyone's turned out to be a man on this list. <laughs> George so Brett with the night. pine tar thing. Yeah, he was pretty mad that night. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put him on on the on the probationary list. He's a good one. Okay. Um, you know who I want to put on the list? Evil Knievel. 
That was maybe the angriest dude who ever walked the earth. Was he angry? Yeah. You never saw any of his interviews where he just like yelled at the press? Mm. He's a nasty dude. You watch this documentary called Being Evil, and you watch him like he's such a such a tough talker, and then suddenly he's supposed to jump the Snake River thing, which is a total crock anyway. They just they didn't jump anything; they just launched a rocket. So, so is he angrier that that he's got to put his life in danger? Well, the whole thing is the whole you can see it you can see it in his face. He realizes he might actually eat it on this thing, and suddenly he's not so he's not he's not having any fun anymore. Suddenly he's he's terrified. He's got the, he's got the he's he's spooked. There's there's no upside. He he either does it and meets expectations, or he bites it hard. Well, that's all thing. He has to do it, and he says he has to do it. Um, and then if he does it, he's got to do it again. That's right. And there's a part in the movie where he where uh, they always have to do these things to try to. To try to counter the person against the times, which drives me nuts in every one of these documentaries. There's like, you got to remember when Evil Knievel came out, it was the early 70s. America was in a real cynical period. And uh, it was, uh, and then this guy came out with the red, white, and blue on. And, uh, and he really created a new image. It was not cynical. It's like, wait a minute. Maybe the most cynical thing I ever heard about would be people paying to buy a ticket to watch someone die, potentially. Or or tuning in on television to watch a guy wipe out on a motorcycle and hopefully they get to see him die. That's the most cynical thing that's ever happened. What? Watching 40, uh, 54 minutes of show and commercials for the build-up? Yeah, and then, get, and then you hopefully, maybe we get to see his head fall off. That's the most cynical thing imaginable. He it really was a cynical time, and they showed like Vietnam protests and and all this stuff, the the Vietnam War, and people were in the streets, and and then here comes Evil Knievel, this this huckster, and it's supposed to be he was supposed to be an antidote for for cynicism, a guy who with who basically just gets on a, a normal motorcycle. And just like licks his finger to see which way the wind's blowing before he jumps a thing that he has no actual calculation of whether he can make it or not. And then and, hopefully and the people that bought tickets get to see him turf out and eat it. Well, that's why everybody buys the ticket. That's right. Yeah, they don't want to see him jump. They don't want to see him make it. They want to see him fall just short. Yeah. That's right. So what, who's the other one you got for me? Oh, it's a long shot. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend Bruno Ganz. He's the the Russian actor that appears in the the Hitler reacts videos on YouTube. Yeah, I can't put him on. I get, I know the thing you're talking. Downfall. Yep, yep. No, that's a good. There, those are good. It, it wasn't political, but no, you're close. You're close on this. You circled it. You circled it, uh, Steve. Thanks, buddy. Horseshoes and hand grenades, you get it. It started out with a kiss, and I was never like this. And a double, 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 double. 
Evil Knievel. The day that guy, they made a toy. Can you believe they marketed this creep to kids? This this con man. I mean, it would be it would be like if there was an action figure of uh, of uh, uh, who would it be now, Mike? Who would be like the yeah, the evil Knievel of now? Who oh, David Blaine? Nah, I, I, evil Knievel was like worse than that. Who would be the, who's the present day evil Knievel? That's not what I want to talk about now. Who's the present day, I think maybe the president. The Cheeto in charge. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Nick in Bethlehem. Nick in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's the one. Home of? Uh, Iron Pigs. The home of who? The Iron Pigs. What are the Iron Pigs? The football team? It's their minor league baseball team. And batting fourth for your Bethlehem Iron Pigs. The Iron Pigs. Is that really the name? That's, yeah, that's the name. What's their uniform? They have like bacon hats and t-shirts and everything. Is it cool? Are they cool? They're, they're pretty cool. They're a minor league baseball team, I'd, I'd say so. Okay. You go to, do you go to a lot of, uh, Iron Pigs games? I actually haven't been to one. Mm, what are you waiting for? I don't know. I mean, I've only heard good things. I, I moved to Bethlehem from Philly, and people just can't stop talking about it. Well, why don't you go to one? I got to, because, yeah, it's the big draw. That and uh, they have a, a music festival here. Yeah, you also have a casino there, right? Yeah, yep. The the Sands, I think it was recently purchased, but, yeah, we got a casino. I saw Don Rickles there. How was that? It's great. That's awesome. It was you great. You a trip from Jersey? I did, yes. What's the deal with this? Where do you stand on this AP Mike uh, song? I'm psyched. I cracked a tall can of Coors Light for the occasion. You, you can't wait to buy it? Is that where you're at? I can't wait to hear it. Um, you're going gonna to play the whole thing, right? You better not record it. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't bootleg this thing. I don't want to see this thing. I wouldn't do that services. to Mike. Mike's gonna blow a gasket. I know it's a big, it's a big money maker for him. He'll be like Prince, shutting everyone down. You know, like you, like for the longest time, like there was no Prince on YouTube. <laughs> That's what AP Mike's gonna do. You just keep removing videos yeah. as soon as people put them up. Yeah, violation of copyright. Hey, it's a violation of the copyright. My song, <laughs> AP Mike on Broadway. So what What do you have for me, my friend? Uh, one to the list. What do you got? I want to say Van Morrison. Van Morrison, that's a pretty good angry person. Yeah, I would say I've been listening to a lot of like the older shows. I just started listening this year. Yo. And any man tells a story about Van Morrison on... 
on your show that just like sealed it. I was like, oh, he's like an angry guy. Yeah, that was a good. I remember that. That was a good story. She had good yeah. stories. And then she still does. You know, I'm a, like I'm a fan of Van Morrison. Like St. Dominic's preview and his songs are so fun. But then you watch him like in interviews. He's just like such a serious dude. Yeah, angry, angry guy. Guy sings the most. He sings the most uh, spiritual music. It's so soul. Uh, there's so much soul and, and beauty. Meanwhile, he's just a ball of rage. <laughs> I guess he just gets it all out on stage, and then it's all crappy so. off of crappy off stage. I guess that's how he did it, right? That's how he how he rolls. Well, my friend, he's number thirty-one on the list. Awesome. Yeah, we did it. Thanks, Tom. All right, you have a great night. I am going to play a record. Something from the new Golden Pelicans album. Where did it go? Yeah, it's called Grinding for Gruel. It's on 12XU. It's great. Let's check it out right now. Here is a song called Lady Radiation. The Golden Pelicans on The Best Show. Show Golden Pelicans. We did a two for Tuesday on that one from the new record. Grinding for Gruel on one two XU. We heard Lady Radiation and Tamiami Spillway. Good band, good band. Golden Pelicans. So I just checked on uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, Pat, who uh, listens to the show, Pat Walsh, says, uh, at PTRQ. He says, it's not the Bethlehem Iron Pigs. They're the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Also, they suck. So, the previous guy kind of, I guess, apparently didn't know what he was talking about. There you go. Seriously, you got to check my tambourine toss out on that clip I posted. Did you see it, Mike? You watch it again? Watch it again. Yeah, Mike's out there. He's, he's loading up. You think he's going to run a marathon the way he's loading up? You can run a marathon in the morning? The carbo loading out there. He's got a he's got a ring of uh, duck sauce around his mouth. Best show, hi, hi Tom. It's Savintron. Oh my goodness, 
Is this really you? It's really me. You used to call the old uh, the old radio show, right? Yeah. When's the last time you called? Savington was your name, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I called maybe a year and a half ago. It was like some quick thing. Oh, okay. Okay. But your your uh, what was your heyday? Your heyday would have been around what year? I want to say two thousand and three or four. Oh my god! Welcome back, my friend. I still listen to the show that never ends. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. It's good for us. So, Savington, where where are you in the world? In Passaic County, New Jersey. Oh, how about that? How about that? You're doing it Jersey style. I like to live in the city, but I can't afford to. Someday, my friend. Someday you will. Someday. Yeah. So, to what do I to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um, if it's okay, I have about a handful of um, fiftyest angriest. Let's uh, let's hear what you got. Let's hear it. And then two of them might be a little more performative, so I'm not so sure about them. But uh, first of all, Bernie Sanders. He's not one of the angriest people, is he? He's pretty angry. I mean, he's justifiably angry, but I would say. Yeah, I'm not going to put him on the angry list because there's a hundred politicians we could put on this thing. That's true. Uh, Gary Busey. He's more demented. I guess you're right. I mean, I just remember the story of when he was working with um, Tim and Eric, and he, he, like, fired Tim. That's right. He was just, like, yelling at everybody on the staff and, like, threw a big tantrum. Oh, I saw some video of it. Really? Mm-hmm. That was for Tom Goes to the Mayor, right? Long, long time days. ago, right? Yes, that was. Yeah. Long, long time ago. Remember? <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can still remember... <laughs> when I used to make those children dance, is that what it's children sing? And I can't I remember if I, what, oh, I can't remember the words. When I heard about his, can't remember if I cried. When I heard about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside. The day the best show died. Oh my no. god, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm writing that for next week. I'm gonna do a full American pie the day that it's gonna be called the day the best show died. That sounds pretty good. A long, long time ago. That's what it's gonna be. I'm gonna just do the day the best show died. Oh my god. I made the best idea I ever had. Wait, you know what I should do? I should write it. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write it. Perform it next week. Never play it again until the final best show, which I won't say which one it is. But when you hear that music kick in, man, you better get ready to bury the rag deep in your face. Because now is the time for your tears. Because I'm working on that movie also. Me and Mike have been working on this uh, secret William Zanzinger project. Cool. Untitled Z- William Zanzinger project. Mike is playing William Zanzinger in it. 
A.P. Mike, who was just... He threw his cane into the air at apmike.bandcamp. He's the, he's the, in a Bob Dylan song called The Lonesome Death of Hattie Carroll. Where I think okay. he made it up too, didn't he? Didn't it like barely happen? It's a story about a dude who threw, like this, this jerk who throws his cane in the air and hits this poor woman in the head and she dies. And then he <laughs> bar, well, you got a weird sense of humor. I do. Don't crack up much? <laughs> No, it's so, and he kills this woman and he beats the rap. Basically, it's about how there's no uh, justice in America. Yeah, I hear you. As Mr. Dilbin said, the ladder of justice has no top or no bottom. But it does. It does. So go ahead. Who else you got for me, uh, Sathington? Um, I think he's cooled down a bit, but um, Henry Rollins. Yeah, he's not angry. He's he's he's. Uh, I, I'm not putting him anywhere on the angriest list. He's one of the best. He's one of the best in the biz. Okay, all right. It's, that's true. All right, so I'll give you my two that I think might be more performative. It's okay. hard to gauge how much of their anger is real. All right, let's let's hear. Um, it. But Alex Jones. Yeah, I'm not putting him on the list. Oh man, I'm getting none of these. Yeah, you're eating. Uh, the other one. Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos. Nah, I'm not putting him on the list. You struck out tonight, my friend. Steve oh, Wilkos well. ain't going anywhere. You, my best try. you did. You gave your best, but I guess your best wasn't good enough. You sang that to me once when I uh, debuted one of my instrument inventions. I did? Yeah. How long ago? Oh, no. This makes me feel like I'm doing the same six <laughs> things for my entire life. Everything swings back around. Yeah, that was very many years ago. Yeah, goodbye. You're making me ill. I got to change the whole thing. I thought I changed the whole act up. I guess I got a few chestnuts that bubble back up every once in a while. The evergreens. Man, Mike is loving this. (laughs) I hear him out there. He just loves hearing me eat it. Yeah, you really did do that one a lot. Not exactly an auspicious beginning for our brave young heroes. This is from AP Mike Live on Broadway. When my parents moved there in the mid-60s, we lived in a small bi-level house. A track that's going to debut... 10 minutes. Some of my earliest memories are sitting on the milk box on our front porch, waiting for my older siblings to return from school. I was mad that I was still too young to attend. Why are they laughing? In old black and white photos from this period, I looked like one of those sullen, shabbily dressed Depression era urchins escaping the Dust Bowl. All right. You wrote all this, Mike? Is it truthful? Okay, good. It seems like a nice story. I'll say this, too. No joke. This AP Mike can write. He wrote this script. I didn't finish reading it, but I read a lot of it, and it's great. Maybe nauseous how good it was. Sometimes it makes a nauseous 
Well, it did. It made me nauseous. You happy? Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Artie from Chicago. Sorry, I'm reeling. I was just listening to the stream, and it's it's way behind real life. Artie from Chicago? Yeah. What's up, Artie? What's up? I don't know. You tell me, man. You called me. Oh, man. Um, well, first off, I think the song sounds good from the upcoming play. Um, the AP Mike song? A, that's right. Yeah. I wrote Angry People. You going to buy the AP Mike thing tonight? Um, I've been like in and out. What's the AP Mike thing? The song. It's a song we're debuting tonight. Oh, I have to buy it? If you want to support AP Mike, you do. Um, yeah, I will buy it. Good. If you want to support AP Mike. If this thing flops, I'll never hear the end of it with this guy. Well, it sounds like a lot of good, like, production was put into it. So, oh, no, yeah. it's a quality, it's a quality song. Did you bankroll this operation? No, I didn't. I didn't, uh, uh, Jess was kind enough to help Mike out. Jess okay, Elsener, yeah, Mike? I'm... Jess Elsener. Very talented. Uh, the, the, uh, Mike's, Mike's, uh, the, the brains behind the operation. Yeah, cause it sure wasn't Mike. Hey. Sorry. Do you remember the Roland video by uh, Limp Biscuit? Limp Biscuit was kind of scary to me. I was too young to listen to Limp Biscuit. What were you scared of? Were you scared? You're going to wear a red hat? You're going to get chased what? down the street by a red hat? Guy with a contact lens is going to come after you? Is that what you're scared of? No, I think Fred Durst was a, kind of a tough, scary dude. And look, now people are saying that the lonesome death of Hattie Carroll's real. Yeah, it is. Okay, it was real. I, I got something wrong on it, okay? All right? All right? Jeepers creepers, man. I get it. I get, I get it held to the uh, feet to the fire on this. I'm the one that keeps bringing it up every week. I'm the only one defending Hattie Carroll on this thing. And wait till you so see Mike's portrayal. Guy. Wait till you see Mike as uh, William Zanzinger. Something else. He's got this cane and a cape. And he's walking all around Bayonne. Go ahead. Well, what do you got there, Chief? I don't... Uh, I have an angry people. Who do you got? Who do you got angry? Uh, Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray? Yeah. I'm not putting that. He's not even remotely angry enough to make this list. Why, because he yelled at a TMZ reporter? Yeah, I saw him with the TMZ guy. Whoop-de-doo. No, when he said, when the guy, it's not a TMZ guy, just some teen. Yeah, no, no, but it's a TMZ video. Oh, where he says sugar. Yeah. G-A-Y. Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. He's drunk and he seems like a moron. But I'm not going to put him on the angriest people list. I thought it was kind of indicative of like a seething inner anger. You don't like their songs? You don't like the music of Sugar Ray? No, I think it's it's good. Well, that was a trick question. 
You're not, I like to fly. They're not very good. I just want to fly, right? Yeah. I feel like that's what they play at one of those Jimmy Buffett burger places. Like, that's new Probably. music. Like, they, yeah, we'll put some new stuff on. For people who don't want to just they hear might, uh, uh, Margaritaville. They might do Jason Mraz. Yeah. Jack Johnson, Jason Mraz. All that mellow junk. Right? That's good stuff. You like that stuff? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, well I can't get a read on you, buddy. What else you got? Um, okay, you know the... Um... The Artist Respects Silence video guy? I don't know what that is. Um, I think this might be something you know about. He says he walked up Bob Dylan up on stage. Who the F are you? I knew the Grateful Dead from 1966. Who the F are you? You're nothing. You know this video? I don't. I don't. Uh, you might get into it. I think it's kind of up your alley. It's a... Real squat guy. Up my alley. Yeah. What do you think of me? No, it's a funny vid. Oh, okay. It's all right. It seems like you just you think I'm a jerk. Seems like you no, think of, Mike just, is dying of laughter out there. He this loves guy, this. This guy starts berating a street musician for being like a hack or something. But it, the guy himself is like the object of humor if you're watching the video it's like okay. it's an angry little dude not like bagel man no it's better than bagel man because it's not like sinister it's like uh he starts yelling about being an nyu grad i think the video is just called trump yeah trump is fight check it out you don't have to do it on the show just, that ba- you know. yeah. oh i don't i don't have to do it on the show I thought that might bug you. Yeah. No, that didn't bug me. No, I'm sorry. That's all right, buddy. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. You get it, I get it. Ah, we're friends. We're friends. Yeah. All right, buddy. You you have a great evening. Have you heard from Perry Shaw, Mike? Still irked? Why don't you come in and why don't you issue an apology? You want to do that? Want to come in and issue an official apology for for stealing his artwork, scrubbing his name from? Sit in the regular chair. Why do you always sit in the weird chair? It's closest to the door. Well, you well, can't when, walk the one foot to the, wish, to the best. You, get out. <laughs> get out. All right. All right. Yeah, anyway. That's fair. Uh, so, well, yeah, because you did this. He, he, gave, he did some artwork for you. Yeah. Well, I told him exactly what to do. Yeah. It wasn't like he he came up with this on you know, on his own impulse. Yeah, but you didn't pay him, did you? I'm going to pay him. You're going okay. You're going to yeah, pay yeah, him. All right, that's fair, fair enough. He did it very fast. Okay. I give him credit for that. Sure, but and you then, scrubbed his name from it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't scrub his name. I was <laughs> going to acknowledge his participation, uh-huh. but I guess I didn't do it fast enough. Yeah. You didn't. What were you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. I was I was waiting for the whole thing to play. Uh-huh, sure. And then I was going to thank everybody. Yeah. Who contributed. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> now I'm back on your side again. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on your side. Yeah. So just say something nice about him. 
He's clearly bent out of shape over this. No, he, you know, I, I, he's a pro. That's why I, I went to him. And uh, oh, that's good. Like I said, he mm-hmm. turned it around super fast. Like I contacted him yesterday, and I had it by today. Mm-hmm. So uh, he went out of his way. I'm mm-hmm. sure he was busy. Yeah, yeah. You know, busy sure he guy. Uh-huh. Had to drop everything from me. Uh huh. <laughs> so know? yeah, so you, but yeah, you were gonna give him his, you were gonna give him his, 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 his credit, mm-hmm. but you just didn't. You, you were gonna do it all at the end of the thing. Yeah. All right. You know. So so, everything's square with you and Perry now. Yeah, hopefully. we're good. Good. All right, uh, get out. <laughs> What's it taking you so long? I'm all the way over there. <laughs> Best show, hi. And I got a call from Avalanche Bob. That's one for your for your song. Oh no, is it? Do I really have to do that? No, you don't. I don't. Oh, I know who this is. This is a guy from Alabama. The 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 heartland. The the South, the real South. This is the South with crawdads, right? Eh. Etouffee, right? We're li- we're we're a little north of of that. This is the South with barbecue, right? Yeah. Where they they take an old oil drum and cut it in half, and they start they throw a they throw a slab of meat in it for a week, <laughs> and then pour some a one sauce on it or whatever you do with that. No, I prefer we we have pits. Your pits. Our method is, is a pit. This is, this is Jason from yeah. Jason from Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. How are you tonight, Jason? I'm doing all right. I'm just drying some clothes. It's very exciting here. You're drying some clothes. Yeah. And how are you doing that with a dryer? With a dryer. Yeah. I decided to. You know, I'm not. You know, some people may may look down on me for not doing it in a more artisanal way. What are you supposed to but do? It's not my passion. Laundry's not my passion. What are you? What are you? What are you supposed to do? Hang it from your your car antenna? <laughs> Drive down the street? <laughs> that would be, you know, that'd be exciting. Roll it into your windows and then just have a flapping in the breeze <laughs> as you go down the street. Beat it with a tennis racket. Yeah, I don't know. So to hang it on the line and beat it with a tennis yeah. racket. Beat the beat the yeah. fluid out of the water out of it. I just don't want you. I don't want to dissolve any of the mystery. No, no. That I'm he, here. Exactly. Just, uh... <laughs> yeah, you, you, you look down down in Alabama. It's a different pace. That's fair right. to say, right? Yeah, I'm trying to make people frightened of this place so they won't move here. We're starting to get congested here in Huntsville. People are starting to move there. Yes. What, like not, uh, former Nazis getting in there, trying to get a rocket program? Not anymore. not anymore. We're getting the FBI. The FBI is uh, moving folks in here. So the FBI is down there. Yeah. Now, when you say FBI, you're talking Federal Bureau of Investigation, not, I am. It's not, not uh, female body inspectors. No, no. Okay. Though, though I'm sure we have have them as well because those shirts look official they are not official i just want to say that and right. that goes for anybody and that's a, that's something i think people need to be warned about yeah if somebody flashes yeah, yeah if somebody flashes a thing and they say they're in the fbi and it says female body inspector <laughs> that is right. not an official title and generally uh law enforcement they don't use t-shirts 
as yes. our primary uh, the sole form, form of, of identification. identification. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's not that. Usually, they are not also not wearing shorts. <laughs> right. Law enforcement generally yeah. doesn't wear shorts. Only the bike cops. Yeah. Yeah. So the FBI is down there in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. And what what is the big? What is also the big industry down there? What is the big draw down there? Uh, it's well, not, it's not the got, rocket program anymore. It's not the Operation well, Paperclip. Right. Well, I mean, NASA is here, and I have friends that, you know, that they do stuff with the space station from here. They uh, they do the armies here, and they blow up stuff out on the arsenal. You know, there's an army base called Redstone Arsenal right next to my neighborhood, and they blow up stuff, and we hear it, and it shakes the windows. And they just dispose of old, of old munitions out there, and they do, like, explosive training. You ever and they, seen do sec- they do secret stuff out there. You ever seen anything weird? Weird. I haven't. I heard a donkey out there. Alien run down the street. <laughs> you ever see that? A Martian? Not allowed. A Martian not allowed escape? Not allowed to say. Then they make you look at a flashy pen. Right. And you don't remember anything. Right. Right? All you remember is that the guy said he was a female body inspector. Yeah. Exactly. The guy looked like Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. <laughs> So are you excited about this apmike.bandcamp.com Oh, my goodness. Song? Yeah, I'm, I've, I've enjoyed what I've heard of it, and I'm just, I think it's going to be one of those moments that we'll look back upon. Sure. Like when, when people in the 60s talked about when Sergeant Pepper came out. Right. Right. This is, this is our Sergeant Pepper. They'll dream about, they wanted to, if they had been there for the session. Yeah, don't worry. It's, it's like our Sergeant Pepper, but three times as long. This thing's endless. I think he's still recording it. Well, hopefully he'll be done by the uh, debut. You know what I should have done if I if I had if I had any guts, what I would have done is I would have dropped my own song right against his. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, apmike.bandcamp.com. He has his song. Oh, oh, by the way, I have one too. <laughs> Run him right out of the biz. And make it make it uh, spell your URL almost like apmike. Yeah. Dot bandcamp.com. Yeah. Ap underscore mike. Dot bandcamp.com. Just, real real ap mike. The real ap mike. <laughs> yeah. This Perry Shaw. He's he says I don't want your money, ap mike. Oh, he wrote more. Oh, that's nice. I want love, respect, and maybe oh. some Asian fusion. That's sweet. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He's a very talented guy. Good guy. I like him a lot. Absolutely. Can't believe Mike and him are feuding, but it happens. So, so tell me, Jason from Alabama. Yeah. Well, well, you got for you. You've got college football coming up because this guy's got football yeah. fever. Because yeah. down there, they live football, not real football, <clears throat> children's football or college football, as others call it. It's the football played by people that will be uh, working in law offices mm-hmm. a year later. Car dealerships. Car dealerships saying. Yeah. And the coach makes all the money. Mm-hmm. And they make literally none of it. Right. But they do get hit in the head a bunch. Right. In the prime of their life. Yes. In fair exchange, they get they get to sit at a desk. 
that they don't get to sit at because they have to be practicing at six in the morning. Right. And they also get to get concussions at school. (laughs) (laughs) At the place where you're supposed to be learning the most, their brains are compromised. But the coach gets all the money. It's a pretty fair exchange. Well, it, it teaches you about life. It sure does. It's a life uh, lesson. It is, but in all seriousness, it's it's voluntary. They're not they're not being drafted into it. They cannot. They can choose to not do it. Although that might be the only way they'll get an education. That's true. So they yep. actually, it's their only play yeah. uh, to get out. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, look, it ain't, it ain't the greatest system by any stretch. Right. Um, but 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 it's ours. It's yours. Everybody it's loves our it. System. Everybody loves it because they'll be yeah. they'll be playing their football game, running around, and beating all the other teams because they're the best. Right? They're the best. Yeah, it makes it real fun trying to schedule shows and stuff during football season here. Yeah, it's real great. Because you do comedy fantastic. shows. This this guy is uh, this guy's a comedian. This is a top-notch comedian we're talking to right now. He's got he's got a whole scene down there. He he helped put together. Trying, you're trying, but you're doing it. You got a whole scene. Who what what goes on? You're in an improv troupe, Jason. I'm in a couple of improv troops. And what kind of what kind of stuff goes on? How often? That's not like, like the weakest brag. <laughs> I'm in, the a, yeah, I'm, in in a I'm in a couple. Yeah, I'm in a couple. I'm in a couple improv troops. Yeah, not just one. <laughs> so, what? Tell me about your improv troops. Oh goodness! Well, one of them, uh, well, they, one of them is, um, it's called Rocket City Improv, and they we're trying to do long form stuff that nobody likes except us. And then the other one is um, called Don't Fear the Weasel, and we do like short form, and we have a show that we do. With stand-ups where we base we base improv scenes on stand-up sets. That's real oh. fun. It's a real fun show. That's cool. Like yeah, a, like fun. Harold, some would say. Yeah, it's kind of imagine it's like a five-minute a five-minute souped-up Harold based on a five-minute stand-up set, or inspired by it. It's not we don't redo the material, but it's just inspired by it. Sure, it's real fun. That's exciting. And we got a theater. We've got a theater now, which we've never had before. We've never had a dedicated, you know, uh, independent, nonprofit comedy theater, which that's opening in September, and I'm really excited about it. That so. is exciting. What's the name of the theater? Shenanigans Comedy Theater. Shenanigans Comedy Theater. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's not why I called, but it is exciting. It's not like what? It's not why I call it. I don't want you to think I called. Oh, I I know that. I I know you didn't call. I'm the one that brought it up. You said, oh, goodness, when I brought it up. Oh, yeah. But see, I I, I possibly could have backed you into it, Tom. That's what I'm saying. Look, a guy that's in two improv troops. A guy that's in two improv troops, that's a Moriarty uh, level. They just don't let you into two improv troops. No. That's what people people realize that. And by the way, I want to say... I'm truly saddened to hear about uh, one of my favorite entertainers. Two of my favorite entertainers are 
going through a hard time right now, and uh, very bummed to hear that Todd Crisley and Julie Crisley, the stars of Crisley Knows Best, have been indicted by a grand jury on tax evasion and other charges today. Uh, I'm a fan of Crisley Knows Best. I think it's a fun reality show. I think it's one of the most uh, real reality shows going. It's, uh, I can't believe that Todd or Julie, his wife, would be uh, guilty of anything. Todd, uh, a 12-count indictment. Ooh, 12. Yikes. Yeah. In the district, the northern district of Georgia. Now, Georgia's not far from Alabama at all, is it? No, it, it borders. It borders because Alabama borders Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, let me Mississippi, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Is there one more state at borders? One more. One more. It, well, it doesn't touch Florida because Florida, Georgia, caps uh, out Florida. Does it? Uh, I don't know. Does it? Let me think, because I know about the Florida-Georgia line, because that's where all the good music happens. I don't think, mm, let me think, Alabama, Georgia, I, well, it touches Georgia, obviously, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it, and it touches Tennessee above it. Tennessee tops, absolutely. Tennessee's like the little hat you're wearing. Yeah, I'm right? very close to Tennessee right yeah. now, yeah. And then on the other side is Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But Mississippi's got some... Mississippi obviously uh, hits the... Mississippi blocks uh, Louisiana, of course. So Louis, yes, Louisiana. it does. So or, it's now, protects, or protects us from... Depending on how you look at it. So I would say, is there any part... Yeah, Georgia does not have coastline, so it's Florida. You're right. You know, you know how do you, do you know how baked into us our inferiority complex is in Alabama? How how baked into if you, you look at if you look at the Great Seal of Alabama? Yeah, it has all of those states on it and their names written on them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Look it up sometime. Great Seal of Alabama. It has all the states you just named. It has their names written on them as well. They're on our seal with us. Yeah, they couldn't just make it just about Alabama. <laughs> No, we're, we're like, look, we're, we're right here. This is where we are. These are our friends. Now, th- would you be willing to become a reporter for the best show and attend this uh, trial, this uh, the Todd and Julie Chrisley uh, trial? I would be willing to pretend to. 100%. I'm going to say this I'm right 25% now. I'm 25% willing to do it. Okay. I'm 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 25% willing to do it. I'm 100% willing to pretend. <laughs> to pretend you do it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the kind of commitment I've been looking for. Yeah. Um <laughs> I want to say this. Mm-hmm. And this I don't know if Todd Crisley listens or if uh Julie listens or if their daughter uh listens or if uh young uh young uh the young boy who's uh, the f- the funny one who's always uh, the scamp of the family uh that that is always driving Todd nuts uh uh whose name eludes me right now uh it's uh what is his name again uh it's uh, uh not Wade it's uh uh 
you know the little kid, right? Austin would be a good guess because there's a lot of kids named Austin down it's here. Not all, it's not Austin. Mike, you know the kid I'm talking about. It's not Win- Winthrop. My mama would know. She watches that show. She watches it? Oh, yeah. She's got good taste. Your mother's got good taste. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. If anyone from the family is listening, and here we go. Here's the whole list. It was a, it's a, a Grayson is his name. Okay. If anyone from the family is listening, whether it's, uh, whether it's Chase, the older son, Savannah, uh, who's been in multiple vehicular, uh, incidents and often wears a neck brace on the show, um, or Grayson or Faye, Todd's mother. I'm going to say this right now. If they get locked up, I'm getting you out. Best show's gonna get you out. We're gonna pull. We're gonna pull an old-fashioned jailbreak. I'm telling you, best show style. We're gonna get you out. Be like Ocean's Eleven. Me, Dave from Knoxville, Fredericks. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, no, yeah, you guys. Well, not you, but I'll I'll make I'll make Fredericks the cannon fodder on this one. <laughs> he's got a, he's got another he's got other identities ready to go. Yeah, no, Fredericks will be he the can guy. Burn this Fredericks. Uh, Fredericks will be the guy in slow motion walking through a hospital uh, corridor, takes off the doctor's jacket, and underneath he's got a policeman's uniform on. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you think Fredericks has has picked up a phone, uttered? Uh, I'm burned and broke the phone. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm burned, man. Steps on the phone, <laughs> smashes it under his heel. We're out. Abort. Abort, man. No, we're getting you out. I'm going to put a team together. We're going to break out the whole Grizzly family. Well, they won't send all of them to jail. They'll send Todd. Mm-hmm. I bet you Todd might flip. Todd might send Julie up the river. <laughs> Todd seems Todd seems a little wormy with that stuff. Todd would just be like, he'll be like saying to his wife, he's like, I can't survive in jail. You know that. Like, he'll just like beg off, like, they'll eat me alive in there. You got to take the fall on this one. That show's great. Crisley knows best. I'll tell you what's going to be good in future seasons. Right? Crisley behind mm-hmm. bars. Those would be some uh, good uh, episodes. Crisley locked up, uh, wouldn't be abroad, but yeah, there'll be some good episodes of Crisley knows best. <laughs> when Crisley's, uh, Crisley's, uh, shoveling slop onto the plates. He might end up Getting, like, it might be Goodfellas style though. He'll be in the thing. He'll be living in the high on the hog. Right. They'll be making good food in the room, right? Sneaking in bread. Mm-hmm. Slicing the garlic with the, the razor blade. I don't know, but they're, they're, all they're going to do is recreate Zaxby's food. Right. That's all they're going to do is like, we got to recreate a salad. Right, Somebody's got to sneak uh, in. You got to sneak the ingredients for a salad in here. You got to cut this uh, boiled egg extra thin for the cob salad. <laughs> this dressing isn't, this dressing isn't, doesn't have enough calories in it. To completely counteract the 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 reason you eat a salad, this dressing doesn't have fourteen hundred calories in it. 
let's put protein powder from the weight room. <laughs> yeah, and it, creatine. <laughs> now, the Crisley family, you're in our thoughts. You're in the best show's thoughts, and you we're also going to get you out. We'll, we'll get you out. Jason. Jason I got one for your list, and, and I'm going to go. Jason's going to oh, bring some of his. Uh, he'll bring some of his Huntsville buddies. He'll get. The, there's a guy in Huntsville that'll bankroll this whole thing. <laughs> What's that guy's name? The rich, the rich dude down in Huntsville. He's a friend the, of my father's. He's he's in Elkmont. He pays for the North fireworks every yeah. year. Yeah, he. We we can get explosives from that dude. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to get AP Mike to dress up like uh, Nick Saban. And distract everybody. <laughs> He'll go into the jail going with a Diet Coke, right? A windbreaker, mm-hmm. a red windbreaker and a Diet Coke. And he'll go in. Just... Hey, and they'll me. attack him because it's Georgia. Yeah. It's me, Coach Saban. <laughs> yeah, they'll get a little, and they'll just chase after him and then we'll sneak and in. And then he runs. They'll, yeah. they'll have the dogs out yeah. after him. Then I'll hang glide into the thing, scoop up Todd. <laughs> so who do you have for the list, Jason? Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were telling me goodbye. Oh, no, that no, was no, the, no, no, I misread the play. You don't worry. You don't worry. You misread um, nothing. Yeah, so so uh, just very quickly, this is kind of a safe one. It's probably all right. Is Gallagher on the list? Is Gallagher on the list? Gallagher is not on the list. That's a good one. Gallagher, number nine, Gallagher. Okay, that'll be good. I'm done then. I'm out. You did it. Jason, you have a great night. Have a good night, bud. You see the trailer for this Dolomite movie, Mike? Looks good. Eddie Murphy is playing Rudy Ray Moore in it. It looks good. Best show. Hey, this is uh, Colin in Pittsburgh. Colin in Pittsburgh. What's going on tonight, Colin? Uh, Well... I uh, I got two for the topic, and I got a uh, polite request to make a plug. Oh, I saw your I saw your DM. I didn't get to reply to you yet, but yes, I'm going to say yes to you, Colin. Thank you. Um, now the topic first. Let's hear. It. What do you have for the topic? All right, I got two, maybe controversial. Um, Valerie Solanas, because there's no women on the list. I think she's really angry. Whether her anger is justified or not, I think she qualifies. She's real mad. Yes, Val- Valerie Solanas, the the uh, the uh, woman that shot Andy Warhol. Yeah, and besides that, author of the Scum Manifesto, mm-hmm. a great piece of writing, uh, full of vitriol. I'm not a fan of Valerie Solanas. I'm sorry to say, there's a lot of people who make a case where they're just like, she was treated mean, and then she. It's like, yeah, people get treated terribly all the time. You don't go shoot them though. Like, yeah, I'm not for shooting people. Like, those snobs, those snobs in the in Andy Warhol's factory made her feel like garbage. It's like, I'm sorry they did that. You can't go shoot somebody, though. Yeah, we're in agreement there. Because I've but had people, I've had people, people have argued with me on that. And I'm like, come on, you just can't shoot people. I don't know. Am I wrong? Am I wrong on this somehow? Am I, I don't wrong? think so. I, I think shooting people is categorically wrong. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. But in terms of the list, no, is she it, mad enough? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. 
And then my next one. Uh, but I'm going to put. Can... I'm going to put this. Is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put Valerie Solanas on the probationary list with Roger Waters okay. and George Brett because I would like. I would like there to be a more balanced list and have it not just be guys and have it be a uh, uh, some non guys that didn't literally shoot people. Fair enough. But are just but I get the spirit of why you why you suggest uh Valor Solanus Colin. I'm 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 in agreement with you. Thank you. Um and then the next one I, I people, politicians keep coming up. You keep saying no politicians. I think I have one that might break that. Um Greg Jean Forte, the um Minnesota prospective senator who body slammed a reporter that didn't who asked a question he didn't like. That's right. I forgot about that. He picked the guy up and body slammed him through a table at a press conference. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll put this. I'll put this guy on it. What's his name again? Greg, uh, G I A N F O R T E. Greg Gianforte. Gianforte. Yeah. Okay, forty-four. Forty-four. All right. I feel good about that. Now, Colin, I've been, been racking my brain. Yes, I've been told you have uh, you have a request you wanted to make on there. What what might be this request? I do have a request. We've talked about my pizza magazine uh, quite a bit on the show over the years. Yes. Um, this past Sunday was ten years since my first ever review. And the name of that. the magazine was Slice Harvester. One of the best fanzines ever. That is uh, huge. That's a huge compliment. That that really means a lot. Because Colin set a, a set a goal to go from pizzeria to pizzeria all through Manhattan, and to That's right. re, to review each pizzeria. Yeah, I reviewed a plain slice of pizza from every single pizza parlor on the entire island of Manhattan. And how long did did this quest take you again, Colin? It took like two and a half years. But now, why on earth would you bring up this old fanzine? There couldn't be any reason well, why. Not possibly. Um, so it's it's the ten year anniversary, and um, the fanzine has been out of print for like two or three years. Uh, but last month, I was in New York, and I found a box of them in my uh, in the closet at my parents' house. Uh, and so this week only, I am doing a um, a final sale of the the last of the full sets of slice harvester issues. Okay. And uh, I want to get these things out to pizza fans and people that like fanzines and out of my house and out of my parents' basement. So how many, how many, uh, how will, how many sets do you have? Um, like 50 to a hundred probably. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And how can people reach you to get these slice harvester sets? Because it is really they, a really great fanzine, and it's it was one of my favorites, and still is one of my favorites. So yeah, it's it's seven issues. Uh, it's twenty bucks for all seven, and um, they can find me at Colin Hagendorf, H A G E N D O R F, on any Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And there's uh, plenty of links, or go to sliceharvester.com, and they can find the info for how to buy them. Yes, and it's worth doing because it's a really it was a it was a great concept and it was well written and it's a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something that's that's so unlike anything else and so interesting, check out this run of Slice Harvester and, and contact uh, Colin Hagendorf. 
through social media and see if you can get your hands on some of the issues. You will not regret it. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. Of course, of course, anytime. Well, not anytime. That was it for no. you. Yeah, it's my one. That was the last time. Not yeah, any. Yeah. It's literally never the again. opposite of any time. Never, never, ever never again. again. Yes, that was. I don't know why I said any time. I meant literally. Never ever. <laughs> yeah, I hope this plug was worth it for me because I, I I don't have another one left. No, you just cashed all the chips. Just cashed all the chips. You just cashed out, Colin. Yeah. Well, wow. well, you, know, you it's a it's the right thing to cash out on. Thank you. All right, my friend. I will talk to you soon. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Ivan. I'm in Vancouver, Washington. Vancouver, Washington. Yes, sir. The state of Washington. Yes. How close to the border are you in Vancouver, Washington? We're we're right across the river from Portland. Ah. So to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, my friend? I have two I have two nominations for angriest people, both comedians. Okay. Who let's hear them. Bill Burr. Okay. I'm gonna think on that one. And Lewis Black. Huh. I'm trying to think. What do you... Well, uh, Bill Burr's Lewis pretty Black, angry. Lewis Black literally played the emotion anger. Yeah, and, uh, but he... So, he, so it's, uh, I, I, it's performative. I want somebody that can't control it. But, but you don't want someone too mean. Yeah, it's a sweet spot. It's a sweet spot. We got to hit that sweet a, spot. We can hit the sweet um, spot. We can do it. I, you know, I was going to say Henry Rollins too, but someone already said. Ah, oh, he did not make the list. Uh, yeah. Sweet spot. He, you almost hit it. He's mellow. You're close. Thank you, my friend. So this AP Mike thing. I guess it's a half hour away from being available. What did I see from my tiny concrete perch? I saw our neighbors' houses. Identical bi-levels or ranches. And I saw dirt. Dirt everywhere. Our block was so new that there were no bushes, no grass, and no flowers. I literally grew up surrounded by dirt. What's that, Mike? You got the crowd in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Mm. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Shane from Colorado Springs. Shane from Colorado Springs. What's up, Shane? Nothing. I had one for the list. I'm not sure if the name's on there, but I was thinking about Casey Kasem. Because he did that temper tantrum where he was yelling about the, the dog, right? That and then uh, yeah, the, when he could get uh, YouTube's name right or YouTube's name right. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I feel like that was honest anger. That was 
uh, you know, got, went beyond just having a bad day. It seemed to repeat itself several times. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, yes, you're right, but I'm going to take what you said, and I'm going to put another person who had a meltdown on the list. I'm going to put Winnebago Man. Remember Winnebago Man? <laughs> I vaguely do, but... He's going to represent He's going to represent Casey Kasem on this list. Because we can't uh, have everybody just be a, a, a YouTube meltdown type person. <laughs> but you, you, you inspired the next person. Next one. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, my friend. Uh, yeah. I grew up on Nottingham Drive. With- Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Tim from Portland, Oregon. Tim from Portland, Oregon. What's up, Tim? Hey, I got a uh, a quick one for the topic. Let's hear it. Um, I think I'm kind of stepping on the live wire here with your uh, your feelings on this sport, but uh, UFC President Dana White. Is he angry? He's incredibly angry. He's a uh, kind of a dictator um, of a non-union sports organization that... Uh, attacks and assaults any uh, employees or uh, athletes that speak up against him. He's, he's a very sad, sad man. He seems uh, he seems uh, like he's always... He seems angry. He does seem angry. He, when, when you look at the pictures of him from like 10 years ago, he looked like a like a normal human being, but he, he's definitely on the kind of Joe Rogan path of the, the less hair, more more egg-shaped, angry, veiny look. Mm-hmm. And so you've just kind of seen him spiral down a little bit over time. Yeah, let's put him on the list, Dana White. We'll put him at uh, 33. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Tom. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Jansen from Rochester. What? Jansen from Rochester, New York. Jansen from Rochester. Yeah. Okay, Jansen, how are you? Good, how are you? I got to say, your phone's a little bit like, this is what you sound like. Huh. Is it Jansen from Rochester? Oh, no. And I was like, I what? That's how I talk. You're like, this is Jansen from Rochester? And now you're talking clearer. You're talking clearer. Okay. Now, now it's, so like, it's like it's like ice. ice water now. Your voice is like ice water now. In a good Cold way? and clear. Oh, all right. So I, I called tonight because, uh, based on Mike's song, I grew up about three miles from him, but in about uh, you know, 20 years later. Okay. And uh, have you ever been to Howell, New Jersey? Uh, I believe I have, yes. Okay. Um, I mostly wanted to call because for a long time I suspected Mike was from Howell based on a conversation you two had a long time ago. Uh, he was talking about the town he grew up in, Route 9, has three porno shops on it. And I said, huh, that sounds like my hometown. Yeah. I just thought it's pretty had, indicative had three, of the town itself. Because Mike said it had three porn shops in it. Exactly. And you were just like, you were just like, my I made the connection. Like, my town's got three porn shops. Anything Mike said his town has three porn shops? Let me count how many mine has. One. Two, three. I wonder if maybe Mike is from Howell. I'm glad that I could represent Howell pretty well. So, 
And for people who don't know, it's not H O W L. That's what the that's what the people there do, but that's not how you spell the name of the town. It's H O W E L L, right? Yeah. And what is what? Tell me a little bit about Howell from your perspective, Ransom. Um. Well, other than the porn shop, it was a pretty basic. Uh, you got a Dunkin' Donuts? You got Dunkin' Donuts down there? I think we do now. We had a Manhattan Bagel. Okay. And then a rival bagel shop burned it down. Hold on a second. There was a Manhattan Bagel. Yes. And then a different bagel shop torched the Manhattan Bagel. And uh, they were that's, they were that's what I heard. proven that that happened. That's wow. One month. This, this is what I heard. Uh, one month. You go. Oh no, that bagel shop that we like burned down. Mm-hmm. Oh, right across Route Nine, there's one. And then that one closed down, and you read in the paper. Oh, because the guy burned the Manhattan bagel down because he was doing bad. That is that is the funniest thing. That is the funniest thing imaginable. Um, but I also bagel, have one for the bagel topic. bagel justice bagel wars yeah yeah this bagel shop this look at this Manhattan bagel look at him cleaning up taking all our money <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm telling you I'm gonna burn it down stop it oh, you're I not think, gonna burn it down oh I'm burning it down I think he also opened the bagel shop well after Manhattan bagel was in town okay like he thought he could somehow scoop them. It's just that no one would notice. Here comes a new bagel shop. Yeah, there goes the old one. Yeah, up in smoke, right? So what yeah. else? So you got a you got a bagel a torched bagel shop, right? Three porn theaters. Uh, we have a, a the Moon Motel, which I think is closed down. It was like, have you ever been to that south of the border uh, tourist shop? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. What's that in South Carolina? I think so. Yeah, I've been there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dump. Uh, imagine if somebody took one of those places, yeah. themed it as like uh, Art Deco rocket, okay. and uh, like just dropped it in the middle of some place in New Jersey. Uh huh. Okay. I've never seen a car in front of there. Uh huh. It, it was been open for. I think it might be gone now, but it's been open my the entire time I lived there. It's just a weird place. What's that, Mike? The parking lot was in back. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, how would he know that? Oh, burnt. Mike, he just, he just, he burned you like the Manhattan bagel. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's south of the border. It's just, for people who don't know on the East Coast, there'd be like literally, there were literally signs in New Jersey saying south of the border. <laughs> and as a kid, I'm just like, Man, I want to go to south of the border. What's that? That looks like amazing. Then you then you just like take a trip. And we were like taking a trip down to South Carolina. It dry it's like, oh my god, we're gonna pass south of the border. You start getting closer. South of the border, two hundred miles away. South of the border, hundred fifty miles away. You can't believe it. South of the border, a hundred miles away. Oh my god. Then finally, south of the border, 20 miles away. Oh, this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Then you finally pull into this thing, and it's the filthiest, the filthiest, un, it's just, it's, it seems <laughs> like it's about to go out of business. 
And you're like, this is the worst, like the, uh, it was so like dusty, dusty food. It, like they have like <laughs> shelves of like, oh wow, it's olives. Olives, dusty jars of olives. Off in the, the parking lot. Yeah, rides that were shut down. <laughs> and just like, oh wow, so this is what I've been waiting my whole life to see. I think I went, I stayed there as a kid and had to be told, no, we were, we were there. That was it. Cause mm-hmm. I kept, I kept wondering, well, where, where's the rest of it? Yeah. No, no, that was, that was something else. South of the border, man. I feel like you get, I got took for a ride on that one. It was a lifetime. Waited to see that thing and it stunk. Yikes. So you, you and Mike are from Howell. Yeah. You got that. You got that. Can I, any chance you'll meet up there? The Moon Motel? Maybe two you go get a bagel? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm in Rochester now. Everyone moved away. What's that, um, Mike? But... Mike will meet you at the Ivy League, he said. Oh. I got food poisoning at the Ivy League once. <laughs> you, got, you got food poisoning. Great. <laughs> well, you know what you're saying? You... Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. It's terrible. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not. Like I say, um, I regret, I'm glad you interrupted me cause I would have regretted saying it. Um, so you're in Rochester now you're up there with your fancy garbage plates oh, where they pour gravy no. all over a pile of meat and French fries. It, it hurts my feelings every time you bring that up. It's what you're known for. It, That's who you are it, now. It's you, disgusting up here. You used to be the three porn theaters. And the and the bagel shop that's on the, fire, <laughs> flaming bagel. I know. Now it's just the worst food. Yeah. Well, you had a good run, buddy. I know. I do have uh, one for the topic, though. What do you got? I'm not sure if it's on here already, but uh, pizza shop owners that have to work behind the counter. Just pizza shop owners in general. Yeah, that's probably uh, just <laughs> is, is that on there already? No, we don't have any professions on there. We don't have just pizza shop owners. Do you just think pizza pizza shop owners are just generally the angriest people? Well, I I think the why I specify the ones that had to work behind the counter is because they're clearly upset that they can't have, like, a teenager do it. I've never had a good experience with one. Well, I think you've got to step your – that's on you. I've had plenty of good experiences. You might be—you yeah, might well, not be carrying yourself uh, properly. Can can I make it even more specific then? Go ahead. Howell Pizza Shop owner. Well, I can't do that. Okay. All right. Whenever yeah. I was a kid, they were pretty bad. Yeah, I think you might not be good at going to pizzerias. Not anymore. All right, buddy. Go get a garbage plate. You have a great night. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Oh, let me turn that down. Hi, Tom. Hi. Who's... The, oh, I know who this is. Yeah. Yeah. My boys, too. What's up? So we had a nice chat. We did. This is, this is Lori. Yes. I mean, Mike and I had a nice chat. Okay. You and Mike had a nice chat? Yeah. Good. He's a good guy. Yeah, we talked about Springsteen. Okay. How'd that go? Fifty-fifty. <laughs> Fifty-fifty. How was the talk, Mike? Mike said it was good. Mike said it was good. 
He said he had a good time. Apparently, you you didn't have as good a time talking to Mike as he had talking to you. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's fine. I'm kidding. No, it was a great conversation. No, Mike, 50-50. You blew it, Mike. <laughs> you, you clearly did something wrong. Lori, what's going on tonight? Yeah. Um, I have something for the topic. Let's hear it. Okay, um, I would put Luke P on the list. What? <laughs> Luke P. You don't know who Luke P is? I can't understand. I can't understand what you're saying. Luke P from Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette. Yeah, I don't know. You know I don't know that. Yeah, well, why would you say it? Why would you say it in shorthand? Why would you use shorthand with me on that? You know I don't well, know the Bachelorette. He goes by Luke P on the show. But you just so. said I want to put Luke P on the list, and I'm like, what? I don't know who that is. Luke Perry, the late great Luke Perry. He did not seem angry. No, no, he's a good one. So Luke P is someone from the Bachelorette. Yes. Um, I didn't know you weren't a member of uh, Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You, yeah. You, you know, you might have gotten a little uh, bit of a heads up on that I wasn't. <laughs> so I've been doing, I've done 9,000 hours of this show and I've never mentioned The Bachelor or Bachelorette once. Oh, really? I just talked for oh. 45 minutes about Crisley Knows Best. Like, I mean... But I never mentioned The Bachelor. Didn't mention The Bachelor. How am I supposed to know? I know you watch reality television. Well, you know what you get, Lori. You know what you could have said? You could have said, are you familiar with The Bachelor? Okay. I screwed up. Rather than just go, look, pink. (laughs) Well, he's a very angry guy. You got to trust me on this. All right. I'll trust you on this. Why is Luke P. angry? Um, I, you know, I don't even know if he knows why he's angry. He just is. Well, give me an example of some anger that he's displayed on the show. Well, like, they were playing rugby, and I get that rugby is, like, supposed to be a violent sport. But, Mm -hmm. like, he really just took this one guy down. And that wasn't okay. It wasn't okay, because I know a guy... I, uh, a guy, uh, a friend of mine named Ross, and he was actually engaged to this British woman. And he, she, you know, they, she's British and, and rugby is a big deal for uh-huh. people in England. And, uh, sure. he tried to play rugby just to show her he could hang with the, you know, with kind of her, her crowd. Uh-huh. And he really got clobbered on the, on the rugby pitch. Yeah, yeah, I guess that happened, but like... He had a hard time, and he, they actually, they were engaged, and then they did get married, and unfortunately, did. it did not work. Oh, that's a bummer. It did not work Was out. it because he wasn't good at rugby? No, no, it, oddly enough, it was a very strange thing. He was getting, when he's it was at the wedding, he was doing the vows, and he mentioned... He accidentally mentioned when he was doing his vows, he mentioned this other woman he was interested in instead of his fiance and soon to be wife's name. He said the wrong other woman. It was shocking. Oh. Yeah, it was really outrageous. 
Wait, is is this something that happened in real life? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. That, our, that sounds like something out of, you know, Bachelor Nation. No, no, it's not. It was real life. Her her name was Emily. His, mm. his bride. Um but then he mentioned he mentioned this woman who he had an on and off relationship with Rachel. He said her name when he was doing the vow, oh, and it was. And, I was more of a fan of Fraser than Friends. I'm sorry. It was a huge thing because <laughs> Rachel had not RSVP'd to go to the wedding. She just didn't want to go and see it. But then she went at the last second. <laughs> And then when they're doing the vows, um, you- he said, uh, I, I, uh, I, he's like, I, uh, you know, like, I, the, uh, Rachel, I mean, Emily. And then everybody was like, <gasps> and I even had a friend who was pregnant who couldn't travel to the wedding. She was listening over the phone. Okay. She, she was pregnant with triplets at that point. She was back oh. in New York. Um. Yeah, so it was, a, it was an outrageous moment. Yeah, I know this guy named Niall Crane, and he's... Um... Well, this is, Fra- this is a TV show, Frasier. <laughs> you don't know anybody. That's a character on Frasier. I don't know what shenanigans you think you're putting over on me. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I mean the, the, this uh, lady he's married to, Maris Crane, she doesn't seem like such a nice lady. See, again, this is a television show. I don't know what's wrong with you right now, Lori. It's very strange. It's troubling. It's troubling. You can't tell the difference between reality and television. That's you know. I mean, I probably upsetting. watch too much reality TV. I think so. I think you you're watching too much. You can't. You don't know where the line is anymore. Yeah, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it is really hard to tell. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, you know, those books on Southern Charm. Uh, sure. Because he said, I, Ross, sure. do, the we- do the wed Rachel. And he said, Emily. I meant Emily. And then he really Was screwed there- up. He he invited Rachel on the honeymoon because Emily didn't go. And then Emily showed up at the airport. Oh, dear. That sounds that sounds like a real uh, mm-hmm. humdinger. It really was. It was shocking. Shocking moment. But the, on the bright side, two other friends I had who were at the wedding uh, actually had a little bit of a love connection. They were, they were just uh, uh, pals, and uh, they had they had a little bit of a love connection. Ended up getting married and uh, adopting a child. Oh, what were their names? Oh, uh, Chandler and Monica. Never heard of them. No, you wouldn't. They're my friends. Of course you'd never heard of them. Why would you know my friends? I don't know. I mean, she just know, works. She's just like a New York. She just works in a restaurant in New York, and he works in, in some sort of office type work. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, you don't know who that is. You wouldn't know them. No. Is she a chef or something? Yeah, she's a chef. She works, I told you, she works in a restaurant. Well, you know, I mean, there are a lot of jobs you can have in a restaurant, Tom. Yeah, well, she's a chef. That's fair. But she is a chef. But she's not like a, she's not a celebrity chef. Oh, okay. So she's not like an Emerald or a... No, no. She's not like an Emerald or a, or a, uh, or a uh, Guy Fieri, you know, the, the <laughs> Is celebrity that just pronounced Fieri? 
I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm not friends with him. I don't know how you say his name. Yeah, it's pronounced Fieri, okay. a Fieri head. Yes, let's, let's, by all means, let's show him the respect he deserves. That master chef with his jars of donkey sauce. There's a band coming to play in my town. Uh-huh, called okay. Donkey Sauce. And there's an ad promoting them yeah. uh, and on Facebook, and it just started, and you could see Guy Fieri's face, and he was saying that this is the best band he's ever heard. So, you know, i got to buy tickets, I guess. Yeah, and he's heard so many great bands. Smash Mouth, 311, right? Lit. Oh, are those the other bands he's endorsed? Yeah, Lit, Smash Mouth, 311. Wow, he has really great taste in music. He really does. I Could could you imagine the music they pumped into his restaurant? Mm. You're sitting there trying to, or trying, to tell the, t- trying to tell the server you need extra donkey sauce. And you can't, I feel like you're, he should... you're trying to talk over uh, my own worst enemy is playing too loudly. <laughs> he should curate a music festival or something. Well, that would be awesome. <laughs> I would go to that. If he did Fire Fest, if he did Fieri Fest. Oh, and he did the food too? Oh, it, my God. Because doesn't yeah. Fieri mean fire? Uh, Does it? I don't know. Oh, I don't please. speak if Italian. That means, oh, if that means fire, I have the greatest, this is the business opportunity I've been waiting my whole life for. Please tell me that Fieri means fire. Because I'm just going to organize Fire Fest, but it'll be Fieri Fest. Do you want me to Google Translate or something? You'd think Mike would have done it by now. <laughs> he's, too busy, he's too busy calculating the money he's going to make in three minutes when this dumb song comes out. Yeah, I congratulated him on No, don't his, congratulate uh, him yet. Don't congratulate my <laughs> flop. The song tonight. my flop. I don't think it's going to okay. flop. I think this one's going to blow up. Gary, oh, I'm trying me. to oh, please tell translate me. this. Um, it, it doesn't think it's any language. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it means anything. Then you could have been Sorry. trapped on an island with Guy Fieri. Right? Um, yeah, no. Um, Crud. Sorry. Well, you know who's uh, not going to like me... this? You know who's not going to like this is my friend uh, Joey. Yeah, apparently uh, it's Fuoco. Okay. Fuoco? I should have asked my Italian friend Joey. He would have known that. <laughs> yeah. He's What's his last name? Sorry? What's his last name? Oh, Tribbiani. He's a he's an actor. You probably might have seen him on on uh, Days of Our Lives. Um, I think I saw him uh, in a commercial or something. Oh, he's done. He did a Japanese commercial. Yeah, he did a Japanese commercial for men's lipstick. For blue lipstick, yeah, right? Exactly for men's lipstick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah, I thought that he's been having anything. not working as much as he he was when his agent died. It's pretty pretty sad. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a real bummer. Yeah, it was. Mm. Still. Um, so anyway, I'm going to stop Anyhow. doing this. I need to really <laughs> yeah. stop doing this. But I appreciate your call, Lori. You're always <laughs> top notch. Thank you. You have a good one. You have a great one. <laughs> you have a... What? I have a what? Best show, Hi. 
Hello? Hello, hi. Yes? Yes, what are you, you called me, dude. Oh, is this Tom? Yeah, it is. Sorry, I was on hold. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to. That's all right. That's all right. I'm glad. I'm glad you answered. I'm glad hey, I did too. Uh, I've got. I've got some names for the list. Who do you have? Well, before I mention my names, I'm not sure if they were named before. If there's any guidelines, well, let's just try. Um, it. Let's try it and see. Let's try them out. I've, uh, let me start with. Uh, you were talking about comedians before. I've got Sam Kinison on there. No. Not angry enough. No. All right, next one. And uh, you also mentioned politicians. I don't know if this is going to count, but uh, Alex Jones? Nah. Not angry enough? Nah. Okay. Uh, Who else you got? How about, a, how about an athlete? How about Ron Artest? Nah, I don't think he's angry. I think he's a little uh, a little uh, wacky. I'm not going to say he's angry, though. I love him, too. Okay. He's great. Okay. He's a... I, I thought he would. I mean, anyone that's going to. Anyway. I love them. I love, uh, I love how them. about another athlete? Captain Lou. From wrestling? Captain Lou Albano. It's too performative. Okay. Too performative. Uh, how about musicians? Who do you got? I've got the, I don't know his name, the, the, one of the Gallagher brothers. We already, have, uh, we already have Liam Gallagher on the list. Liam was the angry one? Yep. All right. And uh, lastly, one of my favorites, um, Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. No, I'm not putting him on. He was pretty. He's goodbye. Beetlejuice. He didn't seem angry. With my older sister Mary, my older brother Robert, my younger brother David. Now this record comes out. Youngest brother Matthew. This this comes out on apmike.bandcamp.com. No more calls, Mike. I'll take these final two, but that's it. This comes out in a, in a, a matter of moments parents, for people. Mary Is Francis it available and now? And our first dog, Butch. We lived a short distance from St. Veronica. And Mike's gonna, Mike wants me to play Captain like a Church horn sound through it so Sunday. nobody gets a truly satisfying version of it. my parents had the good sense, or more likely, the lack of finances to enroll us in its school. So what sound but do you want me to play through it, Mike? Mass said our prayers and attended catechism on Tuesday nights, which infuriated us because it meant missing happy What's that? A very popular television show at the time. Then a peculiar thing happened. What? The people I pray for every night. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, no. A young boy. Wait, what's going on? What is it? Oh my god, that's the most upsetting thing I've ever heard. That's Martine just making that sound. I oh I gotta climb out the window. I gotta get out of here. I feel trapped. Best show. Hi Tom, how you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is John from Wichita. John from Wichita. What's up, John? Well, I was hoping I could get your advice. I uh what do you need advice on, John? I'd like to uh, train to become a better caller, but my only ideas are listening to the archives and uh, calling into other shows that don't matter as much for practice. Like, what would be a show you would call into that doesn't matter as much? Oh, uh, I don't know. Any other radio show since yours is my favorite? That's sweet of you to say. Um, it's true. 
Well, what would, let's let's run this now. You want to be a better caller, John? Yes. Have you had an unsuccessful call pre- prior to this? To this uh, well, I called once. One? I was pretty nervous, but okay. wasn't that bad. It didn't go badly, but you want to? You really want to make your mark? Oh yeah. You want to pop? Yeah. Well, first of all, the name John ain't cutting it. Oh, you think so? It's too flat. John yeah, from just think about it, John from Wichita. I'm a, I, you'd be, I'm half writing you off already. <laughs> I'm half asleep. I hear John from Wichita. Okay, you got to so, give some. Uh, what no. do you think? It have a little more pizzazz. Uh, your name is now going to be Vape. Okay, it's Bait. Vape, V A P E. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel a little cooler already. Okay. Your vape from um, from uh, Touchdown City. Okay, is that, is that a real city? No, no. Okay, okay. but I'm gonna yeah. and then I'll say, "Where's Touchdown City?" And you're gonna go, "Ah, oh, it's in." You say, "Ah, oh, it's in. It's in. Uh, it's in which? It's in Kansas." All right. Okay. Yeah. So your name is Vape now. Vape from Touchdown City. Vape from Touchdown City. Already, yeah. already more. Don't you feel more energetic now than yeah, John from this. Wichita? Give me a little toot in the voice too. That, not to say you're, you're you're talking to me like you're like I'm calling a, a funeral home, asking for prices, asking uh, for casket prices. <laughs> hey, this is Vape from Touchdown City. Give me more of a Nicholson impression. Impression. Give me a little. Hey, it's Vape from Touchdown City. Well, you just did it. Now mine would look bad. No, nobody's going to know mine. This is a coaching session. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Uh, hey, this is Vape from Touchdown. Oh, man, mine's, I can't, I can't do that. No, you had it. Where's I, the confidence? If you different. have the confidence, Vape, Vape, hold on to the confidence and you'll be fine. Okay, okay. Hey, it's Vape from Touchdown City. That's what you got to Hey, this is Vape from Touchdown City. I like that. What's up, Vape? Oh, uh, I didn't actually have anything else besides that. Well, we got a good start. Vape, I'm going to say this. You call back another time. At least we got an intro. I sign off on this intro now. The next time okay. you call, you call as Vape from Touchdown City. Okay? Hey, we'll do. I want to start doing this with all the callers. This is, this is the, we just fixed the show, Mike. I'm going to just Thank reboot so all the callers. No one, no one's going to be the same anymore. This is the best thing that ever happened to the show. I'm going to rename everybody. I'll catch you on the flip side. Vape, I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks, buddy. This is a, oh my goodness. Caller makeovers across the board. I'm remaking all of them. Just think about that, though. That guy, John from Wichita. Hey, it's John from Wichita. Perfectly nice. Seems like a nice guy. Who'd you rather hear? John from Wichita or Vape from Touchdown City? I heard Vape from Touchdown City. That, I'm redoing all the callers. Everyone's getting a remake, a reboot. Well, this is the greatest gift that's ever happened on the best show. Reboot. Entire reboot. To celebrate it, I'm going to play 
in its entirety for the first and last time on the show. AP Mike live on Broadway. You sure you don't want me to play some sounds in this mic to make sure people can't bootleg it? I mean, I could put just some drips underneath it. Just this, Mike. Right? What's that? Okay, what if it's just like, okay, not the drips then. What about this, if this just runs under it? Just think of this. Just check this out, Mike. Tell me what you think of this. Best show back next week. Buy Mike's song, apmike.bandcamp.com. Family moved from Bayonne to Howell, where I grew up. In case you don't have a map handy, Howell is just south of Freehold, a town made famous by one of New Jersey's favorite sons, Bruce Springsteen. characters in the song Born to Run were facing south when they were sprung from those cages out on Highway 9. The first town they would have hit would have been Howell. What would those crazy kids have found at the start of their exciting new journey? Strip malls, pizza joints, and adult bookstores. That's what Howell was known for at the time. Not exactly an auspicious beginning, for our brave young heroes. When my parents moved there in the mid-60s, we lived in a small bi-level house in a brand new suburban development. Some of my earliest memories are of sitting on the milk box on our front porch, waiting for my older siblings to return from school. I was mad that I was still too young to attend. In old black and white photos from this period, I looked like one of those sullen, shabbily-dressed Depression-era urchins escaping the dust bowl. What did I see from my tiny concrete perch? I saw our neighbors' houses, identical bi-levels or ranches, and I saw dirt, dirt everywhere. Our block was so new that there were no bushes, no grass, and no flowers. I literally grew up surrounded by dirt. I grew up on Nottingham Drive with my older sister, Mary, my older brother, Robert, my younger brother, David, and my youngest brother, Matthew, my parents, Mary, Francis, and Bob, and our first dog, Butch. We lived a short distance from St. Veronica's, a Catholic church we attended every Sunday. Fortunately, my parents had the good sense or more likely, the lack of finances to enroll us in its school. But we went begrudgingly to Mass, said our prayers, and attended catechism on Tuesday nights, which infuriated us because it meant missing happy days. 
a very popular television show at the time. Then a peculiar thing happened. The people I prayed for every night began to die. Neighbors died. A young boy, one of our friends, was struck by a car while riding his bicycle and lingered in a coma for many years, almost half his life before finally dying. Another neighbor, father of two, hit his head at work, came home, lay down on a couch, and died. A man up the block slit his throat and ran around the neighborhood until he bled out on another neighbor's picnic table. Then my grandfather died. Then my grandmother. Then my step-grandfather. Then my other grandmother. And then my brother, David, died in a car accident when he was 24. Then my mother died of leukemia. And then my brother, Robert, got very sick, decided at 57 that he was too sick to see a doctor, and he died. When I think about growing up in Howell, I remember how much of my childhood was spent digging holes. We dug tunnels, underground forts. And once we dug a very deep hole that we filled with water and conspired to prank a boy into jumping into. Not one of my prouder moments. I remember helping one friend dig a hole in his backyard and bury some charcoal. He had read somewhere that coal turned into diamonds over time. He died several years later when he wrecked his car in a police chase. I still think of my friend and that charcoal we buried and how he never got to dig up those diamonds. As children, our playground was a wooded area that bordered our neighborhood that we dubbed the Ditch. Here, free of parental authority, we could explore endlessly. Back then, parents didn't keep their kids on a tight leash the way they have to today. It's a cliche, but as long as we were back by dinner, we were free to roam and free to play, and we roamed on our bikes to the Red Moon Pizzeria or the 7-Eleven on Route 9. But mostly, we roamed to the ditch. Down the ditch, there were streams and ponds and pickerels and frogs and tadpoles that we'd catch and keep as pets in buckets in our garages. There was a storm drain that fed into a stream at the entrance to the ditch. On a hot summer afternoon, to escape the heat, we would crawl inside the storm drain, and with our legs stretched across a thin stream of water in the cramped cement tube, call up through the grate on the street to any kids that might be passing by. How did you get in the sewer? Some unknowing child might ask when they heard our voices from below. Who knew hiding out in a storm drain could be so much fun? My mother loved to tell a story about a birthday party I was given when I was a young boy. It was one of her signature stories about me. Since the party was being thrown in our house, I didn't feel compelled to wear shoes to the party. That was a grievous error on my part, because as soon as the other kids arrived and began running around our rec room, they began to step on my feet repeatedly to the point where I complained to my mother that I had had enough. My mother thought it was funny because I was acting like a grumpy kid. What she missed was that this may have been the first time I expressed 
a recurring wish, not only to get out of my own birthday party, out of a world of pin the tail on a donkey and bruised toes, but out of it all, I wanted no part of the whole fucking shebang. But here we lived, one and all, in the shameful shadow of St. Veronica's Church, later revealed as a front for three predator priests, doing their dirty business when I still attended Mass regularly, presided over by their unmerciful God, mute and indifferent, in the hole digging, slurpy sipping, storm drain crawling, pizza eating, birthday hating, coma victim patterning, car wrecking, suicide committing, heart ripping, soul deadening, town of Howell, New Jersey. And if life's taught me anything, it's that there's always something worse up ahead. Just to remind you that you're alive. Yeah, that's Mike on Broadway. Mike, that's really great. That's really it's really well written and really touching. I know we joke about stuff, but that's a real beautiful story. That's 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 uh that's real, Mike. You're very you're very you're very talented with uh I like when you do these projects, Mike. Cuz you're very <clears throat> you're very you you have a lot of a lot of guts. It's very, uh, yeah, that's all. So people can get that at apmike.bandcamp.com. And that you did that with, uh, Jess Elsener. And Pat Byrne. And Pat Byrne helped record it and Perry Shell did artwork. So everybody can go to apmike.bandcamp.com and get that and support. Uh, and everybody who worked on it will get, uh, something. So yeah, go to, go there and get it. And thanks everybody tonight for listening. And thanks to Martine for coming down and making everything happen. You want to plug anything, Martine? What do you want to plug? Just say it into that mic. Martine. Martine does all the computer stuff for the show. Thank you, Martine. I just want to say that uh, Mike is drunk with power. He uh, he wanted to to really show it to Jason and Pat okay. that uh, we need to get something something good. Okay. So at first it was surf, and then it was turf. Then it was turf. And then he showed me the stuff on his phone. It was just yeah. nothing but. <laughs> no, that's the worst thing I've ever he heard in my life. He wanted to eat a baby. Oh, he Martin. wanted to eat a baby. I can't handle that. Don't, don't do that. Oh, that makes my skin crawl. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Don't do that.
don't want to eat a baby. Well, what do you want to – how can people hire you to do things? Cellisdesign.com. <laughs> uh, C-E-L-I-S. Yes. And, and uh, extremely, you're extremely talented. You've done so much work for the show. You make the show happen. I appreciate all I of it. I appreciate it. It's the best. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye.